Hello, 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 love wrestling. It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. And you know what that means. It's another new episode of Between Two Beards. Start out with the biggest news of the week. The Rath lost. If you've got the budget, I've got the time. There he is. Hey, boss. The man with the finest beard on this screen. Canadian boys, shut the hell up. Let me talk. You see, the rides are resourceful. When I got beef with somebody, I can find a way to talk to them. Hello, 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 love wrestling. It is Thursday night. It is 8 p.m. And y'all know what that means. Tell them what it means, JPJ. It's another episode of Between Two Beards. You almost punched your son in the back of the head. I did. I saw that. I wish it kind of would have. But uh, uh, I'm kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. That's a joke. Clearly, we know that, Mrs. Plunder we know that I love kids. We know that so I love kids. Owen might make an appearance for the first part of the yeah, show. Yeah, I'm very yeah. disappointed in Mrs. Plugo. She knows the drill. She knows. The drill. <laughs> uh, we got some people saying, JPJ said, quit chat. messing with my money, Smokey. Quit messing with my money. Messing with messing my money with is my like messing money. with my emotions. Son of a B. I don't need no little kids wandering around thinking that they own this place. While you're trying to it's curse. My place. <laughs> my place anyway anywho we got a we lot got we got today. love wrestling we got spencer behind the glass saying hey beards we got you telling all the people smash, smash that, that like button hit that thumbs up that helps us with the algorithm share this stuff subscribe hit that bell for notifications so not only you get notified when we go live every thursday but you get notifications for everything that love wrestling puts out there we do we a put lot out there a lot of good shit we put stuff. out there a lot of good shit so we got Culp in there. Another bearded Thursday. Good evening, gentlemen. We got Love Wrestling saying, hammer that subscribe button, obliterate the bell. Damn right. Destroy that like button. Smell chair. Let's go. The more you do that, the more you support us. It helps with the algorithm. It helps with all that crazy stuff. And as we've learned over the first month of monetization here. What is that? Oscar, thank you, Owen. Oscar card, that's cool. Right, uh, the monetization here, we'll say anything you put on the screen as long as it's within you know reason yes. and not you know mean spirited. So, like, if you wanted Correct. to, if you wanted to drop a super chat asking JPJ to tell me his thoughts on Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, he'll yell. Oh, I will. I'm just saying, just do I it. Will, I will yell a lot. It's fun because he's facing Dominic Mysterio. Anyway, we got a lot today. So we have an LPW match announcement we got to do today. Mm-hmm. That beef between Shaz and McKenzie and SRS is heating up. We got a little bit of a Ooh. got a little bit of a nugget for that. That was juicy, as the kids say. What yeah. else? What else? I mean, there's more. Sparks. Kyle, Kyle Sparks. Sparks. Slam. Net's gonna He's be gonna here. be here. He's gonna He's be popping in here shortly. Okay. 
Uh, so whenever he pops in the back here, we will let him on. We're going to be talking some AEW, as you would expect, after that Dynamite last night. We got Collision debuting this coming Saturday with one Charles Montgomery Punk making his Which triumphant I return. I have to admit. And I have I've to been, feel. Yeah, I've been on this show. I've been on this show for weeks just to. Like I, you know, is it worth it? Is he worth the headache? He's my guy, but like, is the juice worth the squeeze? Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, well, so I, I definitely want to dive into that because I feel like it's I been a device. It's been a divisive topic, as CM Punk tends to be. Uh, Brian saying, "Juicy, what kids have you been around?" Pirate, pirate um, uh, where the hell is your wife? I don't know. That's out of order. Told you she'd be I... home by eight to wrangle that little kid in. <laughs> oh, and he's running wild. Yeah. This is Pluggo. If you're watching, he's running wild. What That's the hell? He's, he's handing me sports cards. She doesn't, or, she doesn't know by now that when you have to make plans, Thursday nights are not a day that you make plans. Hey, we make it work, buddy. This is episode know. 107. How does she not know this by now? She's busy, man. She's, she's, uh, hey, she's respect, a, but you can be respect. busy on Wednesdays. She could be. It's not. Well, so it's why her you pick Thursday. You it's her best doing. friend. AC's birthday today, so she like the, uh, today's the actual the birthday. Actual birthday, I'll yes. Allow. Happy I'll birthday, AC to Owen over here. I will allow it because it's so the actual birthday. She's out there doing the she best. Should have She should. Maybe known she got stuck in traffic. I don't. Yeah, know. Well, maybe she's having. You know, she don't care about what we do here. Maybe she cares. She loves it. She's she better. She's the one that shot the videos for the opening intro. Unbelievable. She made the book. Well, luckily, it was no one's birthday that day that you needed her to do that because she wouldn't have been there. <laughs> That's unbelievable. True. Should we get she Spencer she just texted me and said, I'm getting every red light, but she's right down the road. Unbelievable. You should be like, JPJ is so disappointed. <laughs> JPJ is furious JPJ right now. JPJ is losing his shit on this show right now. <laughs> He's no, pulled no. out one beard hair at a time. Just um, losing. Well, just, have- I'm just out. I'm leaving. I'm like, I'm done. I'll see you next week. Okay. He's um, another AJ Styles card. AJ Styles party, so, dude. Oh, oh you know what we should talk about at some point tonight is how I Seth Rollins is defending the World Heavyweight Championship on NXT <laughs> next week. We should talk about. Oh, look, she's saying hi. Yeah. She's here. Well, you go off, go I, off, King. Go off. I haven't been going off. I'm just saying. No, where the heck I'm is letting, she? I'm letting, you, I'm letting you have it now. Go. I'm, I I was not going off. I just said, hey. No, I said I would allow it. It was her best friend's birthday. 107 should've, episodes. Yeah, should have went. Should have went out last night, but it's fine. I don't make plants. I'm not part of the plants. <laughs> <laughs> We've been handling it. I don't know if Pluggo <laughs> can handle Owen, though. That's my problem. I know we can handle it on here. I do not know if Pluggo can handle cute. Owen. He's cute. He's cute. That is hand. my issue. My issue he's, is not that you went out and had a good time with your best friend. I just don't know if Pluggo can wrangle that kid in to the point where he doesn't piss me off. I don't think anybody... I don't think anybody can wrangle Owen in. Owen is unwranglable. I mean, I've, the word. You, know, I, you know? You know? So... He's chilling, my, though. He's showing wrestling car. Like our boss is in here. My in. boss is in here. We better be on our best behavior. Mrs. Pluggo making me sleep on the couch. And I hope she had fun. Wow, Mrs. Pluggo saying that Owen is up for sale if anyone is interested. Wow. So you putting, Hash, putting Owen on the market? Hashtag facts. I mean, for, not for as much as you'd think. Maybe like a PS5 and a bag of Doritos. <laughs> we have a super chat from Dustin. 
What does a Boston sports fan do when their team has finally won a championship? A, they turn off the PS5. Okay. Ooh, I should have made you read that, but no, I like no, your no, reaction no, that's better. Good. No, that's good. That's fair enough. <laughs> it's been rough sledding these last what? few years Why for, am I for, for, it will get for Boston. All right? It's been, it's been rough sledding, but I need you to understand, Dustin. And I know that's in good jest. And thank you for the super chat. And thank you for being – we got a cat friend up there. That, per, that cat can be on the show anytime he wants. Oh, whoa. Which one up? is that? What's up, Drake? He's going to take down half your set. He's, he's just <laughs> looking going, what am I fucking wrecking? What am I wrecking here? Uh, Dustin, thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you being here, and I appreciate that super chat. I really do. However, Dustin, you rule. Take, take your shots now, because I'll have you know, like for the last 20 years or so, Boston won a lot of championships. We won a lot of championships. We won 12 championships. We made it to 18 finals appearances. All sports. Every major sport won a championship. Come on now. Eat it up while you can celebrate. Boston's had a rough few years. We suck. Let me tell you, I have never been more embarrassed of a Boston sports team than I have of the 2023 Boston Bruins. Never been more embarrassed. We don't really talk hockey a lot on this show, but I could go off on the Boston Bruins if I needed to. But I don't. But I don't. <laughs> we got Ryan asking Mrs. Pluggo how much Pluggo costs. Yeah, apparently I am for sale. What the heck did I do? I'm very interested in that answer. Love Wrestling said that they would buy Owen, but I blew the budget. That's fair. That is but true. I can tell you, I can true. get him on a deal. And speaking of budgets blowing... Ooh, next week's going to be a good one. Yeah, next week is going to be a good one, guys. Be on the Stay lookout for dude, social media. But... We do have the hard hour for Quizplex. There's a big Quizplex next week. But we are going to have a gigantic guest leading us in. That whole first hour will be with us, Killing leading it. us into Quizplex. And it is going to be – it's a returning guest. I'll give you a hint. It's a returning guest. But it is going to be a big, big, big one. So, um, as you just learned, friends, if you leave a super chat – in any we'll vein, we'll read it. So, Dustin, that was cool. If you, yeah, well, hello, Owen. Don't touch well, the computer. Here. Okay. Well, I was going to uh, say. How many more red lights? How many more red lights <laughs> do we have to wait on? Hey, who's your favorite wrestler of all time? Of all time? He is oh, Bobby Lashley. No, Ray Mysterio. Oh, you love Ray wait, Mysterio? Ray Mysterio. You've been Psycho. saying you love Bobby Lashley. <laughs> she says, oh, we have a, well, I was going to ask the boss if he wanted us to announce the match at a certain time, but it looks like. Yeah, we might as well do it because he's here. He's here. Well, somebody's here. I don't know what's somebody's going here. On. Somebody just crashed the stream, which we're used to. We're actually announcing a match that involves this person tonight, so we might as well. Let's Get just him do on. it all in one shot. Yeah, see what he has to say, and then you know, uh, there he what is. What do you want? Oh, Rockets jersey. Hi. Uh oh, Maybe you might have like... one plug over. He's a rocket. Hi. Fan. Oh, wait, you're it? muted. We can't hear you. You can't hear you. Oh, oh he's gone. It's He'll that rocket back. jersey. He'll... He'll be back. He'll be back. We got Mrs. Pluggo saying, well, we got Ryan asking how much Pluggo was. Mrs. Pluggo openly said, how much are you willing to cash out? All right. so that means you're over. All right, guys. How much I mean, would you just... pay for how much would you pay for Pluggo? I'm assuming to be your Although just your like... wife did say that she's home, so send Owen up there. So get him out of here. Oh, she just yelled and he just took off. Like, All right. He knows. He knows, man. He's like, Mom, here's the, the thing. Woman. Here's the thing with Owen. Here's full shoot, no. 
no kayfabe. Owen only loves me unconditionally when his mom's not around. Soon as mom's here, I'm done. I don't I mean, exist. I feel, yeah, I feel like that's. But anyway, a couple of bucks and a new dog, Ryan. I don't. I don't know if Mrs. Plugo wants a dog. I don't you know. Maybe she does. Maybe she does. All right. But let's bring. Are you? Did you figure oh. out the tech? Oh, did you figure out the technology? I don't know what you did to me, Plugo. I don't know why you would mute me. I'm the most consistent. Wow. Is that a Chris Paul? No, baby. This is uh, T-Mac? Tracy Brady. I think did we talk about this last week or the last time you were on, but Plugo is a Rockets fan, so you might have won yeah, him over. I, I know, know. You, guys, I know you guys don't like each other, but I mean if he's if he's decent, I think, he doesn't I think he even, might be trying to get he doesn't even have to be nice to me today. If he's decent, I, I might I think, let I think he's trying to get in your good grace. Sending an olive branch for you. Look at that. Wow. I went out and got a oh walk. Oh, my gosh. This is called growth. This is called this growth. Is, this is what this is. Tracy you know, we're, we're mending fences here. We're making things work. Squashing beefs. You well, it's kind of. Are you, are you not here to yell at Plugo then? Did you not, did you not come here to yell at oh, Plugo? Oh, no. I came <laughs> in to see my favorite beard guys. And see what's up, how the life is going, how wrestling is oh. going, how excited you are to hear about the next Rads match for LP. Oh, we're we're we're, we're world premiering. We're, yeah, we're world premiere announcing it tonight. We're gonna do it right now. Oh, we're yeah. gonna do it right you now. Sure. You want to do it with us? Yeah, your match. Your we were announcing an LPW match, and it was your match. We were did announcing. You just, no, you just no, came on, so did we're just gonna up? do it now. If that's cool, you, with you steal a phrase from my best friend, Lumberjack Larry. Let's fucking go. Here we go. All right, you can right. it so up. Here it is. Drum roll, please. We have a LPW 16 match announcement. And since Rich King has decided to join us, here it is. Boom. Ba boom, baby. Sean Moore and Phil Deadly oh. take on the Rats. Lumberjack Larry and Rich Tracy McGrady King. There it is. Why do so I that so is. Damn. I, I think it's just yeah, it must have been the lighting. Yeah, you had, the lighting. Uh, I don't know. That graphics I department. Did pictures and I forgot to get a tan. Damn it. That's okay. That's okay. But that is the that is our exclusive LPW 16 match announcement. It is you against Sean Moore and Phil Deadly. You and obviously your your brother L Lumberjack Larry. How are you feeling about that? First and foremost, that? Eric Bischoff would hate me because I don't have a tan, so I wouldn't get any more matches. But oh, thankfully, Spencer's smarter than that man. But that's terrifying because Sean Moore is a beast in that ring. I've never been in the ring with Phil Deadly, so that's going to be a first time ever. I'm not sure if they have tagged before either, so that might be something uh, quite strange. This is something new for us, you know? Like, yeah. Sean Moore is one of the very best in Canada. I can't give him more than enough props. He just dominated at uh, the Wrestling Academy in uh, Quebec. A couple yeah. weeks ago, him and Bobby Sharp and multiple others from Alberta. But I, I got nothing but respect for Sean Moore. But when you come up against the Rads, baby, there's only one team that's as rad as this. So they have to go up against the longest ever, the first ever LPW Tag Team Champions. We're going to be touching tips, shaking hips, and looking to redeem our championships. May I ask a question? And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely professional. Rockets jerseys won me over because you don't see that in these parts very often, especially in Canada. 
So this would be, this is the first match you and Lumberjack Larry have had in quite some time that you aren't the LPW Tag Team Championship. So does that actually fuel a little bit more of your fire heading into the LPW 16? Or are you just as confident as ever, business as usual, will be back on that championship run in no time? I I wish you wouldn't have brought that up. I was in a really good mood, Pluggo. I, I was feeling really good. I have to ask. I have and to you ask. And you asked about, you know, if we're hungry or if we're this, that, or that. It was never a case of hunger, Pluggo. We were always prepared. We were always on top of our game. We've never fallen off the top of our game. I wish we could say that we were beaten by a better team, but we were beaten by cheating. All it took was a Thaddeus Archer popping out of nowhere, distracting the ref once again. Title slid in the ring, and this time Shabazz smacked me upside the head with it. It wasn't a case of if we were hungry. It wasn't a case of if we Oh, were I'm saying this time around. This minute. No, no, no. We have one level, and that's the top. We are always and forever the top tag team in Alberta, in love wrestling, and an entire Western Canada, all of Canada, if people were brave enough to bring the rads to their show. So no, Pluggo, we're not more hungry because we haven't stopped okay. being hungry since day one. Oh, you okay? You don't you stay hungry, so you don't have to get hungry. I get it. I get it. You think Tracy McGrady should have never left the Toronto Raptors? I was gonna say he should have never left the Toronto Raptors. Are you kidding? Him and Vince Carter together would have been mm-hmm. what? Music, baby. Music. But he had to be the star of his own team. He had to go to Orlando, then eventually to Houston. And he never really won anything, despite having Yao Ming beside him. He wasn't even he wasn't even the only star in Orlando. He had, they were trying to do a super team with Grant Hill, and they almost got Tim Duncan. And then they traded him because it wasn't working out to Houston. And then it, it seemed yeah. that was the best stretch of his career. But hey. Grant Hill, terrible knee injury. So yeah. Unbelievable. This is, this is I love basketball. Too. I know you guys getting are getting up. along. I feel weird right now. I'm usually used to, I'm usually I'm, used to Rich yelling you know, at you I, and then just like abruptly leaving. But we, we got offensive. close there for a second. We got close there for a second. I had yeah. to. I had to ask. I had to do the journalistic thing. It's, no, we're not our champions. Oh, it's not the. Uh, it's not. It's not the greatest question, but it is an important one because you are were the only tag team champions up to this point. So I had to ask. I I don't love it, but it's my job, Rich. I, I guess I guess my one journalistic question would be like obviously you you had mentioned specifically about Sean Moore and just how much of a beast that gentleman is. Now, this is a team in in Sean Moore and Phil Deadly that haven't teamed before ever. Or like are they not they don't team a lot? I'm not sure. But okay. this is the first time I know that they've tagged together. Okay. So coming in as a tag team where you and Larry, you you know, you know, you guys have been on the same page for a long time, just the rads in general. Like you probably know each other like the back of your yeah, back of your hands and all stuff like that. When you know you're going against people that haven't had the experience of being a team, do, obviously you would think that that puts you at a, an advantage with the, you know, the background of how long you've been a team, but how does the mindset go when you're like, all right, we're facing two guys that aren't regular tag team specialists, one could say. Does that change your mentality going into the match? Or is it, hey, we're the rads. We know what we're going to do. Let's just do the damn thing. 
Option number two, baby, it's always B. We we know what we're doing. We operate at such a high level that we don't worry about what other teams are doing. Yes, we want to know, okay, what do we look for? What are their specialty moves? What are their prowesses? But we have faith and belief in ourselves with the power of friendship that we can overcome anybody and that we will always, always be prepared. We got Ben in those short shorts showing off those beautiful white quads. We got Larry's bald spot. We got my beauty and big muscles. And we can And apparently according to according to the boss next month full tan. Yeah, that's what Spencer full said. He tan. said we will be sure to add the artificial tanning in post production next month, so the pictures will look a little better for you. Yeah, well, by the time the next show rolls around, I'll be as red as this uh, Rockets jersey, so That's fair. Summer anyways, summertime. Folks, uh, I know that you have so many more questions for me and so many more, you know, avenues that we can go in now that we're being nice and civil, but I got to run. I got rich King things to do. Uh, Fair enough. Before I go, I do want to show off this Jersey oh, a little no. bit more because no. it is so nice and uh plug again, this, this is no. like our thing right now. Right? Please, like this please, is us. Please. This is us. Yeah. Rockets, Rockets baby. Right? Yeah, that's right. yeah. Yes. I, that's my, yes. For, that's my squad. How long have you been a fan of these guys, by the way? Since I was a kid, because I was not a Bulls fan. I'm from near Chicago, and I was like, oh, I okay. like Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler and Robert Ory and Kenny Smith. Sam Cassell, bro. Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell. Mookie, yeah. Mucci hey, Norris I, days. I, I sat through the Rafer Alston days. Hey, hey, you so know what? Another oh. great team had Rafer Alston as well. And uh, I oh, got to say. no, no. Are nothing but no! garbage. No! <laughs> what the hell? Oh, I'm so I knew it was too good to be true. I knew Model after so like Plugo, you're still the second worst streamer of all time because <laughs> you suck. The rods rule. Seven can suck it. Clandestine society oh, can suck we it. I thought we were getting along. We're coming for you, boys, so you better be ready for the rads because we are going to touch tips. We are going to shake hips, and we are going to win back our LPW Tag Team Championships. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. I knew it was too good to be true. Something felt funny. How you feeling, Plug? Are you all right? It's not often on this show that I'm speechless. You all right? You going to make it? It's pretty low. It's pretty low to use my team. My yeah. team. Yeah, he stepped on that shit. This is how deep my ro- this is how deep my Rockets love goes, right? So you know about you know about the Kobe's and the Jordans and the Shaq shoes. You know about them shoes, right? Oh yeah. Nah, this dude right here would go to Payless and get those Payless exclusive Hakeems. Hakeems, bro. They had the big. Third. I love Hakeem Elijah. Dude, the dream. I, I I'm speechless. I'm never speechless. God, gosh, you, darn you thought you, rich you king. thought I thought we were. I thought we were. You good thought I, I thought that I thought you guys were breaking through. I, I was like, too. what is this? this People are being huge, nice. This was what the biggest happening? moment. In, this is the that was a bigger moment than when Sean Ross Sapp was on. Like, hell yeah, dude. The Rads and I getting along, Rich King and I enjoying each other's company, and then he just I mean, nothing against the Raptors. I have nothing against the Raptors, so. That's fine, but he stepped on it. Yeah, that's fucked up. Listen, Rich King. 
That's God, messed up. You suck. That's messed you up. You suck, Rich King. I'm disappointed that we wasted our match announcement with you in it. Wow, I Dustin's thought... saying that that was like a big show turn. Oh, that was Rich. like that was like when Mark Henry did the salmon jacket retirement speech. That, that was an all timer. All all timer. The uh... he's like, I just I've got to hang it up. I'm done. And then Cena comes out and he just says, <laughs> "Just kidding." Wow. You all right? You gonna okay? Oh, Pluggo is distraught. Oh, Pluggo is distraught. Let me tell you, because I because I know better. I know better. I know these guys are up to no good. Everybody was telling me, oh, they're good people. Ryan from the Mark Order podcast telling me they're good people. You should be the one to apologize. There, that was dirty. That was dirty. That was premeditated. Spencer, do something about your boys, or I will make my way up to Canada at some point. And take care. Oh, really? So start wow. dropping super chats, and the Plucko gets to Canada fund. I know. I was gonna say, drop them super chats so we can afford a flight up to Canada because Plucko's. <laughs> I. That's what it took. It didn't. It didn't take months and months of making fun of him, interrupting our shows, going yeah, at him yeah. on Twitter. You mess with the Houston Rockets. Oh. <laughs> You get the horns. You Not get even the horns. that. Like he came, he came with an olive branch. He even said the word. He olive even said branch. it at the beginning. He was like, "This is an olive branch." I'm I should have known. I should have yeah, known. I mean, that as soon as he stood up, he baited I was like, you. He baited oh you. God. He baited you. Unbelievable. This anyway, is kind, this no. is the kind of people. These are the kind of people that infiltrate LPW. This is the kind of people. I mean, the first ever tag champs. He's one half of the first ever tag champs. They cheated to win those things. Well. You can't cheat to win all the time. They get mad that somebody cheated to beat you. Then you can't get mad at professional journalisms. Journalisms. Journalists such as ours. I am. I'm fired up. You know what, friends? I'm fired up, too. The show might have to end. Let's let's let's, let's face a bit. Let's talk about Best Stand for a little bit. Let's let Plug go cool down. Let's let Plug go cool down. Take a deep breath, everybody. But I want to talk to you about Bet Stamp. They are our newest brand partner, and today's podcast is actually brought to you by the Bet Stamp app, which is helping thousands of people win at sports betting for free. The same way travelers use Google Flights or Expedia to find the best prices, bettors can now use Bet Stamp to do the same. When you place a bet, the odds given by a sports book will determine how much you can possibly win. Even when betting on the same outcome, different sports books will offer varying payouts, and these differences can be huge. Right now, the, today, the U.S. Open started today. If you like golf, you like betting on golf, I love betting on golf. Now, bet stamp, I still have to wait a little bit before I can personally use it because of the Massachusetts were idiots, and they waited forever to legalize gambling because they're clowns. So it is what it is. But if you are living in a certain area where you can get bet stamp, you could be betting all weekend on the U.S. Open. Should be a good one. Love me some golf. And betting on golf is you can win a lot of money betting on golf. And you can win a lot of money by using bet stamp. So when you are talking about this line shopping feature, bet stamp allows you to easily line shop for the most profitable odds across all sports books. You can click on any matchup and instantly see all the different odds for game lines, player props, and even future bets. Line shopping is the simplest way to find an edge in sports betting and maximize your chances of winning long-term. On average, BetStamp users win an extra $1,000 plus yearly just by this line shopping feature. 
You can find the BetStamp app on the Apple Store, the Google Play Store, or through your browser at www.betstamp.app. That is www.betstamp.app. To access all these benefits, sign up using promo code Love Wrestling, as you see right on your screen right there, and you can start your journey to successful sports betting today. If you forget to use the code upon sign up, you can always enter our code in your BetStamp account settings afterwards. So please go check out our friends at BetStamp. Party, party. Oh, wait. Party, party, party. There we are. Yeah. We got Plugo saying, hey, Plugo, have you spun the wheel yet? We got to Plugo choose saying, oh, hey, wow. Plugo. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Ryan Culp saying, uh, have you spun the wheel yet to choose the team you're rooting for? Wow. No, we should do that on this show soon, though. We should. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. I, I, listen, I used to write letters to Himalajwan. Do you know what it's like being like 94? So like eight, eight, eight years old yeah, or I mean, something I was, like that. Was, asking yeah, you're asking a kid from a kid from Indiana asking his mother for an Akeem Olajuwon jersey. She said a who? I bet she did. I bet she did. She was like, what do you mean? You don't want no Hoosiers jersey? Anyway. All right, yeah. She didn't, she's like, you didn't want Larry Bird? No, Larry I want Bird. Hakeem. Well, he's from We're, French Lick. Yeah, he's from French How far Lick. is French Lick from you? A few hours. That place is actually called French Lick, right? That yeah, 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 spot yeah. It's down, it's down middle of the, it's like in the middle of Indiana. French it's not Link. Too... Lick. But yeah, French and then Lick. he just comes in, he baits me, go, and I fell for it. Shame me once, Rich King. Shame on me. But I haven't picked my team yet. We should do that on this show. We'll pick the teams. I'd be down for that. We have Kyle Sparks, like we mentioned at the top of the show. He will be joining us in just about 15 or 20 minutes or so. So Plugo and I, I mean, already an eventful show. Already an eventful show. We had, we had, uh, Ryan Solomon, get out of here. (laughs) Unbelievable. I'm so mad. Did you, were you here the whole time? You were not commenting. Did you see that? What just happened? <laughs> did you not just? Oh, he just say I'm so happy, and then did he say peace? Like he's out of here. Like he just said I'm so happy. I don't know, left. Ryan. Listen, I don't know what happened. We were getting. I don't know what break. happened. We Spencer's saying there's a place in Alberta called Balzac, so that's <laughs> wonderful. You Great. know, you just you just got to go to Balzac down to French Lick, and then take French the- Lick. Yeah, good man. old Larry, Larry Legend, man. I mean, well, basically for me, what it was is like I'm in that I'm in that like central area. So you've got the Pacers, the hometown team, you've got the Bulls. I just wanted to be oh, different. I was gonna say you didn't not a Pacers, huh? Would well, you not like Reggie Mill? I love Reggie Mill. Do don't you? get me wrong. Like I think Reggie's an all timer, but I was watching. I was watching. Just couldn't chat. I hated Reggie Mill. I like him now. I'm fine with him now. And he was but, a great player, obviously. But I, but I, I honestly, like, if we're being completely frank about it, the, the way I found the Rockets was they were probably on an NBC primetime game. Yeah, around well, the they, were, they, they were, won the back-to-back championship. Yeah, the so it so, must have been, it must yeah. have been a front run when I was eight. But I can tell you there has been some dog days. <laughs> well, they have sucked for the better part of ever since 15 then. years. I was going to say 15 yeah. years or so. Yeah, ever since. Uh, but they, they, had, they had, like... We have runs. We have these yeah, runs they where they get like my... when McGrady was there, they were competitive for the most part. They won twenty two Paul... straight. Yeah. Wasn't Chris Paul there for a few years, right? And then he uh yeah, With he was Dan there. Tony? And he um yeah, and Dan he, Tony pulled his, he pulled his hammy in game six where we had the Warriors on the road. Yes, you were gonna beat him. 
You would have beat them. Beat and he hurt himself, and they, they the Warriors came back and won. Yes, and then we, we then we did. Who was the other, any, Who were the other guys on that team with Paul? We had Harden, Capella, right. Harden yeah, and Capella. Right. Yeah, you guys. But the I think worst part is, and then, hurt, you might have won the championship. Yeah, and then in Game Seven, we literally shoot. We missed twenty three straight three point shots. We make I know, two. I, we I, make I can, two of those. We win the game. I know what that's like because my Boston Celtics did that two years in a row. So, Ryan. Uh, Sullivan, wow. buddy, we we love you. Shout out to you and your friends over at the Mark Order Pod. Yeah, I hopped in that chat last night. Good uh, people for a over bit. there. You good should go check him out. Go yeah, check them good out. Stuff. I know good that, stuff. His, and I would hope Ryan that based on what you saw today, well, your stance has changed. That I'm not the bad guy here. I tried to be nice. I tried to have a journalistic I mean, integrity. I will say, if you are looking at what happened earlier in this show objectively. I thought we Rich were King getting... was that was kind of a dick move. That was a dick move on Rich King's part. <laughs> objectively, objectively, there's no other way to put it. I'm just speaking objectively. He came on here wearing a Houston Rockets jersey, Plugo's favorite team. And he, used, he used the verb. This is an olive branch, is what he said. Mending fences. He used Mending all those. He used, used all those metaphors that make me just tingly on the inside. You know. Because here I'm saw, thinking, I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll get, maybe we'll get the Rich like, King hey, maybe, on. I hear you. And I, I said, this is growth. And he said, you know, I'm trying to be the bigger guy. And, he really and we saw what well. happened at the end. He was full of shit is what he was. He was full of shit. Well, wow, Rich Ryan's is, saying that Rich is just wearing you. No trust on mine? I was very nice. I, we asked him about his upcoming match. We asked him about. Anyway, what do we want to do before Kyle gets here? Do we want to? Well, when Kyle take, gets here, we're definitely okay. Okay. Do we want to take care of the other housekeeping? <laughs> oh, we got. Oh no. Oh come oh, on! Boy, we got a tales from the undercard popping in here. You can't gloss over up the rad, losing the title. You can't gloss. I mean, over technically, facts. we cover professional wrestling, and if we're covering shows, we and have I was to see what happens at the on, shows behalf of you how that made you feel i was trying to get to know the inner you rich how do you know that's rich i know wow because he's an instigator wow Plugo's gonna be off this whole the whole rest of the show here <laughs> but we are gonna be talking AEW dynamite we are gonna be talking about collision which debuts in a few days on saturday evening <sighs> i do want to talk about forbidden door because they added some stuff onto that last that was, night and just that's like they were just like Boom, 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 boom. I was sitting there for two hours going, what is just this is heaven. This is peak AEW. What is going on right here? (laughs) Yes. Um, But I do want to talk some money in the bank with Kyle. Uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, we could ask Kyle if we started talking about it now and he comes on, we can lump him in. But like, do we want to set the stage for the people that are here? Go ahead. (laughs) Do we want to do we it? Or is that is that what we're doing? I mean, we could. I think we could. We can start, and then, um, well, first and foremost, why don't we talk about this before we start talking about money in the bank and stuff? Uh, Seth Rollins. So last week on NXT, Ryan, that is just false. I didn't take a shot. I had to ask anybody that loses a championship uh, after a after almost like a, a big ch- two thirds of a year. That's does that play into your next match? How do you recover from that? 
That is a valid question that you would ask a friend who is obviously troubled and in need. Who obviously is hurting, so he's lashing out at others. Rich King may be a personal trainer, and he may be a damn good one, but I can see in his eyes that he's hurting. They were even trying to read on Tales from the Undercard this week because they were just trying to take their mind off of things. Like, I like was read there books? for Rich. They're yeah. trying to read books. Crazy. Because they're getting sued by every wrestler in Canada, just like they're getting sued by our lawyer Lawrence. We have a show to do. I, mean, I know. I know. I'm just I'm letting you go, man. I'm letting you get it off so your chest. Listen. Uh, speaking don't of personal... comment all night about the Rads thing because I'm trying to do a professional show here. Yeah, JPJ but if you are, if you are, if better, if you, okay, I do, uh, if if you, I do, I do, uh, if you are, <laughs> you gotta speak, you gotta speak honest. Don't you uh, dare super chat about this. You can super chat about anything. However, if you are looking for personal training, meal plans, getting better in shape, just getting more physically active. Rich King is, in RK Athletics, is the group to see. So you should reach out to them, the OG sponsor of Love Wrestling. And you can find them on all social media platforms at RK Athletics 1. So go do that. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So, last week at the end of NXT, Braun Breaker mentioned on air Seth Rollins. And he said that he wanted to fight Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship and NXT. So this past Tuesday on NXT, Braun Breaker was in the ring. He calling out Seth Rollins again. And Seth Rollins showed up on the Tron. And Seth Rollins accepted. So next Tuesday on NXT, we're going to get Braun Breaker versus Seth Rollins for the world, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, which is going to be. How do you feel be, about that? How I do you, think, How do you feel about that, Pluggo? I think it's going to be pretty good, man. I I think you need. I think Braun needs this because really, what else is there for him to do? If I mean, this doesn't lead to an eventual, call, excuse me, a call up for him, then what are we doing here? We we t- we touched on it briefly, and I know Spencer said like it does more for. NXT having the match be down there than it does yeah, for yeah, Braun to come not... up, which I understand completely. I go, but do you not think? I don't know. I I can't. I like. Did you I'm or like, did you not tune into NXT more? I did, and I will be and I'll be tuning in, and I'll be tuning in next week to watch the match. I understand why they're doing it completely. I just think it makes that title look even more less than. Really? Yes. Yes, Roman ain't going down there defending his shit. He'll never do that. No, that's because Roman. No, no, no. That's because no, 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 no. Sorry, I know. I I get it. No, I get it. I get it. Losing my shit here. I get it. I like the idea that they're gonna make Seth the fighting champion. I do. I like that a lot because they know Roman's not gonna be around every show. So they're like, we'll just make Seth fight all the time. I get that. I just, to me, to me, it feels like that championship is a is a level b- below. 
a level well, below. Well, it is a level below. Let's be completely but honest. <laughs> I agree. But they are presenting it as it's not. They're presenting it as, you know, and I can't, I don't know. My only real issue with it outside of like, I know the match will be fine, is like that you're not taking it off of Seth. No. And if you ever want to present, I mean, I guess not ever. Ever's the wrong word because you could recover from this. But like, if you want to keep presenting Braun as a strong competitor, like just him losing to Seth right out the gate. So there's going to be some kind of shenanigans probably go down. I would fully, I fully imagine Braun shows up on raw and like this coming know, raw, like the night before. Yeah. And like, you know, takes out Seth takes or, out something, or, or like does something they should. I mean, why not? Cause I think if this is, I think this is how you want to start inter- reintroducing this Braun breaker into the, the main roster. But does this mean that Seth can go to like SmackDown and defend his title too? Like what are the rules here? Because last time I checked, that was a Raw championship. Well, apparently so if somebody smacks, wants, if, if LA Knight, and we're going to talk about Money in the Banks, and I yeah. think he's probably the favorite on the men's side, or one of. But, like, can somebody on SmackDown, can somebody, Karrion Cross, can he walk out in the middle of SmackDown and go, you know what? I think I want to fight Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship on SmackDown. Well, yeah, and, the- and Seth can just be like, all right, cool. I'm going to come to SmackDown and fight you. What? Yeah. That's for Raw. The brand split doesn't matter, dude. But it come should. Now. But I'm saying, like, what are the rules? What What is the... What's that, the that's it. They, there isn't any because they haven't explained it. That's all we need is a little explanation to go a long way. Again, will the you match be make... good? I, I think the match will be good. I'm going to want... I'm, I understand completely why they did it. I'm going to be tuning in, and a lot of people that probably don't watch NXT regularly will most likely be tuning in on Tuesday night to watch that match. So I get Spencer, it completely. Spencer is saying that Roman thinks no one's yeah. on his level. And Seth I get it. Prove, he says it's a difference yeah. in character. Roman thinks no one's on his level, and Seth wants to prove that no one is on his level. I, what I would have done, honestly, if you wanted to do the Braun Breaker thing, if you wanted to have Breaker call him out on Tuesday... I probably would have had Seth say, yeah, then come up here, you know, and that way at least Seth looks like, all right, I'll fight you. Show up on Raw. I'll, I'll talk to Pierce. We'll get you in. I, I, I guess, yeah, I guess I just in that like, way Because in that we, way, it doesn't look a slippery like, slope. Like, are we going to, you know what I mean? Like, maybe. it's like, it's like not level up. We're going to have this title on level. That's up what I'm saying. Like, yeah. what, what are the rules? Is Braun break? Is this just a special occasion that Braun breaker can challenge? Well, as far Seth as Seth Rollins, know, it's wrong. Like you know, like where does it end? Can Car- can uh, I don't even remember who's on and can Dragonoff come out next week and say, "Oh, Seth beat Seth beat uh, Braun." So you know what? Next week, I want to check. Like you know what I mean? Like what are the rules? What are the there rules? Are, there are no rules. They <laughs> we need rules. Otherwise, human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah it, you're, it opens up a door. I think it's cool. It's a nice attraction piece. Maybe that 100%. Is, maybe that's the why they're doing Obviously, they're doing it in non-kayfabe sense just to get more eyes on the NXT product. But in a kayfabe world, they are probably doing it because NXT is lawless. You can do whatever you want. 
and there's no brand split technically. I don't think it's a hard brand split with the because NXT wasn't eligible to be drafted no. except for a few people. So I think those are all free agents. That's where you could just go. Like Baron Corbin's down there right now. That don't make no Ali, sense. Ali, Dana down Brooke's there. down there. Dana Ali, Brooke, they're going to be unifying the NXT. I, I like what WWE is doing as a whole. I, I love thought, all the new titles. Oh I, my think God. It's I, I like how they're renaming the titles. I like how they're unifying the tag, the women's tag titles this week. I really like, and I want to wait till Kyle gets here in a few minutes to talk to like, kind of talk about money in the bank, but I like both of the money in the bank matches. I like how it has people, <laughs> a lot of people in there that have never been in the main event picture, especially on the men's side. Those are all people that a have never been in a money in the bank match and B have never been world champion and i like that and let's hope that I they like keep that. it that way don't throw because any curveballs because i'm working on my power ranking selfishly first of all before i before i gloss over ryan's last comment you know what movie that's from do you i know you're not a big movie guy but do you know the reference it sounds super familiar i was, was you said it it's what is it from as as Omari, ghostbusters ghostbusters okay yeah 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 okay yeah, yeah. i'm not I just a, to I'm, make sure because i, I don't want him to think I've that i didn't know where it was coming ghostbusters from. you've seen ghostbusters not in a very, very long time, well, but, but I have. you've seen it though. Yes. You never know what you, you just got thrown out. <laughs> I'm I, I'm afraid to speak and, and let people in anymore. Rich has really hurt me. Bro. <laughs> I'm corrupt. Unbelievable. Can't believe he did that to you. I really can't. It'll be, um, here, be hearing from our, our lawyer. Lawrence. Yeah. But you know, I I, I got in a couple uh <laughs> he knew. Yeah. I am distraught right now, Ryan. I don't know what's up, what's down. I don't even know. I don't remember what happened yesterday. Yeah. It's unfortunate, yeah. really. Rich King. Yeah. Just mean. Just just straight up mean. Um, yeah, I got, I got in a little, a, a couple little small beefs this week because people were complaining like, oh, the money in the bank match has no star power. Oh, they were like that. And I was like, listen, I go early on in the money in the bank. The money in the bank was designed for people to level or performers, up. yes, who were like on the cusp of being main eventers. And if you won the money in the bank briefcase, that was kind of like, oh, okay, he's the next one. He's the next one. You know, like when Edge won the briefcase, he had not been world champion yet. You know what I mean? Like that's what that money in the bank was for. And I just think the last handful of years or so, for a while, but the last handful of years, it turned into the biggest people on the roster are in the Money in the Bank match. So it kind of like, but originally it was for this. It was right. for the people that had never been up to the main event level. And this was a chance for them to break through and have a briefcase and a contract that would guarantee them at least to be in the ballpark of the main event. Because how many times, JPJ, those same people that you were fighting with this week and I've argued with and uh, yada, yada, yada on social media have said the phrase, well, so-and-so didn't need the money in the briefcase because they're such a big star. Yeah. Make up your mind. But I agree. I think it fickle. should be. It's fickle. I, fickle. I, I Don't get me wrong. Like, the... Just for shits and giggles, and I'm not trying to get you riled up, but I'm just saying if they decided to go the Cody route with like, I got to get back at Roman, I got to get back to Roman, I got to get back to Roman, let me in the match, that story makes sense. Like throwing a star in there yeah. because it's their last gasp effort. But if you don't have anything and you want me to go July 1st, is the first? Yeah, third. I think so. It, or something like that. 
it, it, whatever the first weekend of july before it's right before the four it's right the, i think it's anyway it's the first, anyway anyway the you want me to Tuesday, sit there that's either the it's, first it's or second, more the compelling second. this way to go okay this person makes because not everybody's completely separated themselves yet and you're like oh this could be an interesting run or if they let this person have the briefcase for you know a year that could be fun or whatever what that instead yep. it, it, instead of going like oh it's cody's oh brock's gonna win this thing if Brock Lesnar comes out, though, well, the rumor it. is again. I want to wait for Kyle before. Like, well, I don't think we're going to talk a ton about Money in the Bank, but the rumor is a lot of people on uh, are saying Logan Paul. They're but he's not in wouldn't. the match. I know, but there's. I mean, Brock Lesnar wasn't in the match either. I know. You know, there's no rules apparently. Again, Brock. Lesnar I love was never power breaking this stuff. So everybody stay where you're supposed to be. So when I write it out, it looks legit, and I don't have to do it over the night before it's to do but you know you have six people in the men's match right now you have six people yep. we're waiting on the sixth contender the, on the lady side of things i was gonna say that'll probably that's friday that's friday that's tomorrow that we'll yes. get the six there so we'll be set hey and this is a good run and this is a this is a yeah. positive well, right as we were yeah all right so we have our guest kyle sparks just popped in the back so we're gonna bring him on right now so we're gonna do that. There he is. If you're gonna talk about the Rockets, I'm just no. Yeah, you you missed it. We had we had a run in earlier today. Someone who's been they really hurt Plugo's feelings. Plugo's a big Houston Rockets That's... fan, and they pretended they were a Houston Rockets fan to get on his good graces, and they tore his heart out before they left. Uh, so. That's hurtful. That's it hurtful. was. It was very hurtful. It was very hurtful. I mean, but, personally, I'm more of a football guy. I'm not really much of a basketball guy. So okay. I have uh, we no are, strong we, opinions here. Yeah, no, we are big football people as well. We talk a lot of football. We usually do an NFL draft watch along well, the luckily, Thursday that the draft happens. Uh, so, who's your team, Kyle? Uh, live in Michigan, but I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. Interesting. Fair Ooh. enough. Well, uh, you're I old quarterback. I'm I'm from Massachusetts, so I am Boston and through and through. So the New England Patriots, rough times. All right. Rough times, much deserved. Though. Hey. I mean, we had a good run. <laughs> uh, we had a good run. Uh, rough times, but hey, it, your I, old I quarterback. Know that, I know that goes. It's it's hard, it's hard to complain. Yeah, exactly. I can't complain. We had a good twenty years. Like, what am I gonna bitch and moan that we haven't lost and we haven't won in three years? Oh God, you know. But um, <laughs> your old quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, is now in my division. So now I got to yes. deal with him a couple times a year for however long he decides to play again. But all of a sudden, the AFC East is like. The best division in football. And I'm like, what is this? What is this? There have been no challenges for forever. And now every team's good, except us. My team stinks. And I, but every team's good. But and, I, and, I, and I have bad news. He's going to be playing pissed off, which is probably not good news yep. for anybody else in the division. No, it's not. He's got a, <laughs> he's got a point to prove. Uh, and they have a good team. They have they they probably would have been a playoff team last year if they had a comparable quarterback. They not to cut you two off because I don't have a team. I don't have a loyalty spot in the game. Um, no, Ryan, I refuse to call this weekly run in anything. Oh, okay. I refuse <laughs> to make this a this a, an official segment. This this is unwarranted, unprovoked. Just, so, just it, okay. Yeah. They don't like Plugo. They come in and just pick on Plugo the whole time. I don't. I don't know why you would dignify just a weekly segment for picking on Plugo. It just doesn't seem right. It doesn't. Thank you, doesn't. Kyle. Thank you. This but is, obviously, we are like very it. we are very excited to have you here. Um, Thank you. So first and foremost, how we doing? How we doing tonight? Uh, 
doing doing pretty well. Glad to be here. Glad to be. Uh, I appreciate you guys tap dancing for me and keeping everything warm while I uh, oh, got yeah. back from work. Uh, my the re the real life job was uh, had me kept a little bit longer than we anticipated tonight, and uh, you know. but I'm looking forward to talking some wrestling. Yeah, big time. Uh, and as you hopped on, we had really just broached the subject. We didn't dive too deep, but we were talking about uh, money in the bank a little bit. Um, obviously, we don't know the full cards for the show, but we do have the men's money in the bank match is squared away. We know all the competitors that are going to be in that. We are waiting until tomorrow night. We will find the last uh, female competitor that will be in the women's money in the bank match. Um and we haven't dived into Cody yet because, uh, <laughs> I, oh, listen. All right. Listen, send your super chats now. If you want him to yell about Cody, okay. I always <laughs> yell about Cody because he should have won the title at WrestleMania. And I will yell about that until the day I die. That is a hill. I will die on forever and ever. Episode uh, 850. Literally. Which, every time it's brought up, you're just going to have it. me going on a rant. Um, listen, I like Dominic Mysterio. Okay. I, I like the heat. I like him. I like him and Rhea. I like Dominic Mysterio. But to me, this is Cody. Should this is a down like it's, <sighs> downgrade is playing it nice. Yes. Significant downgrade from where he was two months ago. Main eventing night two of WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. As and now he's fighting to win. Dominic Mysterio. And again, I like Dominic. And you know what? I already know that when the match happens, I'm going to enjoy the hell out of him. I already know I am. And I know when the match is over, I'm probably going to be like, that was fun. That was fun. No. I, I, I have a problem. <laughs> I have a problem with it. And I just got to say it. I have a problem with it. It bothers me. Cody should, first of all, Cody should be the champion. In my opinion, yes. I, I, do you agree with me, Kyle? I'm, I'm assuming absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Every, every every step we've seen in this story undoes the step that came before it. When and when when so many people that were skeptical were promised, no, this is this is okay, and this has to happen because X outcome is happening. And now, after multiple chances, X outcome is still not happening. Correct. And Plugo was as big an advocate of Sami Zayn winning that title from Roman in Montreal as anybody. And I was as big an advocate saying, hey, I love Sami Zayn, but hell no, because the story is Cody winning it at WrestleMania. <laughs> and then they didn't do either of them. <laughs> what the hell? Anyway. But again, well, I just... Well, like, I, like you said, Kyle, though, like it undoes everything. Like all that work, even in the Brock Lesnar storyline part where it's like, you know, he got his arm broken and just got absolutely brutalized, but still figured out a way to win it. Like, if he has anything yeah. short of a squash match against Dom, yeah. like, what, what are we talking about here? Dominic's going to come out looking like a million dollars. Is Are we using Cody Rhodes' vehicle to get Dominic over? He's already over. <laughs> I think he Dominic should have been in the Money in the Bank match, obviously, I think. Well, I would have rather him been in that and been like a, you know, a seventh or whatever, like you make it an eight man, which they've used, they used to have eight people in there. I I just like, personally, what I think is going to happen is I, I think Brock Lesnar is going to show up and cost Cody the match. I think Dom's going to, I think Dom's going to beat Cody. I do. And I think, cause Cody <laughs> wants to fight Brock, right? He's still challenged. He wants to challenge Brock. 
and Brock hasn't been around. He hasn't answered it yet. And the rumor is they're going to do some sort of stipulation match at SummerSlam, and that's going to be the blow off. Fine. I haven't disliked. I haven't disliked the Cody and Brock stuff. I wish it was for the title. I think it would be better <laughs> if it was for the title. But I haven't disliked the the stuff. But it's like I like. This just feels like I, I don't know. Like when I found when I uh, last week on Ron, not this past one, but the one before, I was like, "Are they gonna? We're doing Cody and Dom. That's what we're doing, Cody and Dom. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing." Uh, I even put it on Twitter. I was like, "What are we doing here?" And I had people coming after me. Apparently, we're not understanding professional wrestling. No, apparently, you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry to swear. Earmuffs. But like that, that's how I. I, I don't understand what. Anyway. Oh, Wait, this doesn't work with earbuds. Oh God! Hold on. <laughs> oh, no, no, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. You can swear here, Kyle, if you need to. It's, it's, oh, it's up to you. But I'm <laughs> like, but that's how I feel. I'm just like, I look at it and I go, I don't see any positive for Cody Rhodes in this at all, at all. And so he beats Dom. Okay, what does that do for him after that? What? How does that raise Cody's? level that he beat Dominic or something great, you know, chicanery Dom. happens and Dom beats him. And then you have a lot like, you know, I don't know. <sighs> anyway, Dominic Mysterio, the hardest wrestler in wrestling history, bro, you know, served hard time, man. Come on, dude. God. I, I just, you know, and I'll leave it to you guys before we, you know, I, I just, I don't see how Cody comes, look, comes out looking great in this either way. Like it's just, it just seems like a nothing thing to me. And I feel like Cody should be something. He should deserves more than that. It Maybe he ends up fighting yeah. Rhea. I mean, I'd be all right. I would prefer <laughs> that match, to be honest with you. How could you not? Oh, uh, yeah. I, 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 I don't see. There, there, were, there were points during Cody's chase and during this whole story when you could sort of see. A, uh, an outline of where it seemed like they were going and now we've somehow you know we, we've taken that left turn at albuquerque and now we don't know where the hell we're at yeah it's and it's and it, it still seems like to me if i had to still put betting money on who the guy to dethrone roman is i'm still picking cody right now like i still am but it's <laughs> like how do you what are we just gonna are we just gonna have cody meddling until next year's Royal Rumble and he wins the Royal Rumble again. And then he fights Roman again. Like what, where are we going? Cause it, to me, and again, I know I've ranted about it a dozen times on this show since WrestleMania, but like the story wrote itself for you. Like it was just there, man. Like it was a, it was a free throw, literally an extra point. Like Cody beats Roman. He's the new guy. It all made sense. It was all easily written for you. And you just made it so much like uh, there's no end in sight. I, and it, it's just bizarre. It's just bizarre. And I, I, the, 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 you have this history of this in this company it w and taking what should be a really obvious conclusion and then whipping it in a different direction for the sake of, you know, shocking people or confusing people. Sometimes the obvious decision is the right decision. Yeah. Not always. Sometimes you can get that for some shock factor and have some fun and extend the story. No, sometimes the ending is sometimes the ending is there. I've been a fan of Ring of Honor for a long time. That was a that was a hallmark of booking in the Gabe Sapolsky era, where a lot of times you saw guys that were ready for the title didn't get the title for 
three, four, five, six months. Mm-hmm. And you're, what are we doing? We're spinning our wheels here. And eventually you come back to it. That was a thing with, it was a thing with Nigel McGuinness. It was a thing with Davey Richards. It was a thing with Tyler Black. I wonder whatever happened to that guy. Um, <laughs> I think he turned out all right. Yeah, I, I think he's a boss. We were, well, before, I mean, as you hopped on, we started the Money in the Bank session, but we did talk about Seth. He's going to NXT next week to uh, yes. defend his world heavyweight title against Braun Breaker. What are your uh, what are your opinions of that? I understand from a business standpoint of why you would do it. It's going to get people to turn into tune into NXT. Clearly, they have they have bought a lot in the future of Braun Breaker, and this is a big moment for him to have that match. Um, but I also kind of feel like I feel like that title is already when they announced it, it immediately felt like consolation, like less than Roman's belts. Now it's going to a, a different show. He's going to be defending it. And I understand, like I said, from a rating standpoint and stuff like that, but how do you feel about Seth defending that title on a different show? Like, does that create, like I, I was saying, can somebody on SmackDown next week now come out and say, Hey, I want to challenge Seth Rollins for the world heavyweight title. And Seth will go, you know what I mean? Like how, like, do we think it creates a slippery slope? Like, how do you feel about Seth kind of going against Braun Breaker? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of of two minds of it. Uh, obviously, the ratings thing is going to be an important important deal. Um, I think it's going to function as a, I get I get the impression that this is sort of functioning as a as a litmus test mm-hmm. for Braun. You know, can he hack it as a tip top level guy? Because Seth is rapidly approaching that level. If he's not already there, if you can't have a good match with Seth Rollins. Yeah, there may not be any hope for yeah. you. Yep. I mean, I he pulled off one with Omos. I was going to say he know. had so this, easily this like a great match with Omos, which that tells you everything. Uh, a test in that. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, I think the match itself is going to deliver. Uh, action is. My connection's a little rough there. Sorry about no, that. No, you're good. Um, you're good. He pulled off a he's he's a great underdog face. Uh, I, one of my favorite matches of his. Again, I referenced ROH when he was Tyler Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he had a couple of great underdog defenses against, uh, or when he was still chasing against Nigel McGuinness. When he was the champion against Chris Hero. You know, bigger guys, harder hitting guys. You know, that's such a great formula, and it's so easy to do, and it's so compelling when it's done well. You know, and I think yeah. we can definitely deliver that here. Oh, for sure. Uh, as as to making it the traveling championship and anybody who challenges him, Seth will show up. Uh, you're going to have to do something to try to fight this perception, this justified perception that this is a, a less than title, a secondary title. And I, there, probably a, a, there are worse ways to go about it than just having Seth go put on bangers on every show you own. Yeah, yeah. sure. That's true. That's true. Hi, Sierra. Welcome to the chat. Yeah, we got Sierra popping in the chat. Hello. Good to see you as always. And like, yeah, I'm expecting the match to be very, very good. I'm expecting Braun Breaker to step up to the plate and actually hit hit a home run here um, and look really good in what we all assume will be a defeat to Seth Rollins. But I'm I'm expecting him to, like you said, I, I do like how you said you think this is kind of a test. Like, hey, can you hang? Because if you can't with this guy who can make, he could probably make all three of us look like comparable wrestlers in the ring with him. Like that's how good he is. That's the level that he's on and has been on for a long while now. So uh, I'm expecting big things. I just, I, to me, it's one of those things where I'm just like, ah, 
I, I feel like it can go down a slippery slope or it can like, you know, it still makes the title feel a little bit less than like I, you know, and I don't know. I almost feel like, you know, Seth is approaching that open challenge early on here. Like he kind of, and that's what they want to do, right? Cause Roman's not on every show. He doesn't defend on every show. So they want Seth to be the fighting champion. That's what they want to do. Well, I'm going to wrestle yeah. anybody anywhere all the time. And it's like, cool. I like that. But I, I don't know. I was just like, why wouldn't you just bring again? This is the way the ratings piece comes in because it's clearly for the ratings. Um, but I was like, why wouldn't you just bring Braun up for a night? Have him do an open challenge like Cena did back in the day. And Braun Breaker comes up from NXT and goes, all right, here we go. And then you can showcase NXT that way with Braun being on Raw, having a banger of a match with Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? In front of more uh, people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But. We'll see. We'll see I will it. say before we dive deeper into the other stuff, I wanted to circle back to your point, Kyle, on the, you know, like people we knew were ready for championships and then Sapolsky would sit on them for three, six, you know, months, whatever it may be. And we'd spin our wheels. I think the WWE yeah. should have learned their lesson by now. Like let's not sit on these matches or sit on these hot streaks. If we've got them, let's run with them. Cause we've seen like, you know, what match did everybody want? The four horsewomen to main event of WrestleMania. And that's not going to happen. It might, but, or like all the members of the shield, you know, do it. It's just, you got the hot hand. Cody's story was written. They should have booked it. That's why I say instead of waiting it out, waiting it out. And then the potential injury happens. Cause you lost Cody for what? Nine months there already. Yeah. yeah like, it's a, he's, tough. Not, he's not getting any, he's not getting any younger. He's what? 37, yeah, he, 38, yeah, that 37, 38, somewhere like around there. Really? Yeah, so. I thought he was a little older. No, yeah. He, he's 37. He, I'm 37. We are not the same. <laughs> no. Hey, I'm the same age as LeBron James. So it is what it is. You got you got, you just gotta live with that. You gotta take those lumps. You gotta take those lumps. Um some those that can't do teach, and those that can't teach join the rads. I was I was gonna say those who can't do teach, and those who can't teach, teach gym. Jim. Isn't that one? Isn't that the uh the one? Yes. but uh <laughs> That's a good one. All right. But uh, I do, obviously, I want to talk I mean, about. I mean, I'm Go married ahead. to a teacher. Oh, hold on. So, I don't know. We got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's it's true. We'll be careful. Um, we'll, we'll uh, so we also have, I, I saw, I got, again. These social media people. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a person that goes on social media and fights with people. I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not. But this Speaking week, I got which. like a couple. No, I'm not. I'm not. I mind my business. I, no, I said we we we're in the middle of all these. Oh, I know. I know. Media. But uh, but uh, another thing that irked me that I saw this week was they were talking about the men's Money in the Bank match because it is we have the finalized match. And I saw some people saying, ah, oh, the kind of lacks star power. There's not a lot of big names and stuff like that. I, for one, I'm on the opposite of that. I love the guys that are in this match. I'm excited about this match because it's guys, it's no matter who wins, it's going to be somebody new in the main event thing. And we were talking about that right before you popped on. We were, I was like, when Money in the Bank was first created, that was the intent of Money in the Bank was, hey, we're going to have a match with guys who are on the cusp of being on the main event. 
and this will give them an opportunity to easily win, win a championship or get in the main event. Like that's what the whole thing was designed for. But these last that's handful edge. of yeah, edge. Mm-hmm. All, that's what it was for. And you know, edge, these CM handful, Punk, CM Daniel Punk, Brian, Alberto Del Rio, Daniel Bryan, all these guys, Cody, Sandow, all these guys. That's what this was for. Um, but these last handful of years, it's kind of turned into the biggest people on the roster are in the money in the bank matches. So I think people just, you know, whether you're a newer fan or whatever, you know, you just expect, oh, I expect Randy Orton. I expect John Cena. I expect all these guys to be in this match. And now you see the six up. Oh, we lost Plugo. That's fine. It's just you and me for now. Uh, but you, you see the people in this match and you're like, we got Ricochet. We got Shinsuke Nakamura. We got L.A. Knight. We got Santos Escobar. We got Butch. We got Damian Priest. It's six guys that are upper mid card guys. You're right, bud. That was weird. No, I just like I I moved my cursor, went away, and then oh, I was like, you're oh. just like I'm out of here. I'm out. Of here. <laughs> uh, so you have these six gentlemen who, again, like Priest just fought Seth Rollins for the world title a couple weeks ago. So you've had them. They're upper mid card. They've been, you know, Nakamura has had world championship matches before, you know. But there's six guys that have never been world champions. And if I'm not mistaken, there are six guys who have never even been in a Money in the Bank match before. So, right? Has Ricochet been in one, maybe? But I don't think so, right? I feel like I feel like Ricochet oh. has. Uh, Nakamura might have. Might be? I'd have to, I'd have to double check that. Yeah. But, but there's, there's six guys. Those would, be the not... only, those would be the only two. Yeah. So, like, I see this and I go, yeah. They have are... to have a veteran of the match in there so that Michael Cole could talk yeah, about yeah, can how say, like, oh, he has the experience. This experience. Yeah. Um, How'd but... that work out for Shelton Benjamin and all those years? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But just in general, I look at this and I'm like, this is what this match was designed for. This feels like they're going back to, like, hey, this match is supposed to be to make somebody new, not just give somebody a new championship reign. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just, there were just a lot. I just saw a lot of people saying, like, oh, there's nobody in this match. Like, what the hell? There's nobody in this match. And I was like, I can't, I don't know. I just think this match is going to be a banger with all six of these guys. I think it's going to be incredible. No, that complaint is just a fundamental misunderstanding to me of what this match is, like you talked about there, uh, and what and why it's in the rotation. The Royal Rumble is. The Royal Rumble is all going to be all about that star power because that's all about main eventing WrestleMania, mm-hmm. which means that of the 30 guys in that match, every, you and I know it, everybody knows it, there's, what, five guys, maybe, yeah. that can maybe. win it every year. Yeah. You know, and this was, I, this was never designed to be that. This was designed to be, like you said, that stepping stone uh, that gets guys that are – that uh, the first one had, you know, Chris Jericho, Edge, Shelton Benjamin, uh, even even Kane, who was you know he was he'd been a world champion, but he was still not quite you know that level. He's not a, he's not a, they weren't guys that you go, yup, that's a world champion right there. Yeah. It all and that's what the intrigue the intrigue is always what you know does it for me when I look over yes. these things like ooh Ricochet as the Money in the Bank holder would be super interesting like that could be fun for a year. But could he win the title? I don't know. They kind of they screwed themselves when they did the Maybe. Otis thing, and then they screwed around and they, they they played with the formats and like tried to you know. Then yeah. they had like they just so they tried to get back to like let's just get the big guys or the moments, and it's like go back to the roots. This is gonna this should be fun if they keep it as so. Yeah, well, 
Yeah, yeah and, and I think and, and any one of these six guys could reasonably win. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I think anybody could win. Um, if you had to, if you had to pick Kyle, like who your favorite would be right now of the six, where are you leaning? Where are you leaning? But I do agree with you. I think like literally you can make an argument right. for all six of these individuals. You can make an argument. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, truth be told, I'm not even sure I could pick one. I like you, do you, you could make an argument for any of them. Um, I think LA Knight would be a lot of fun with the briefcase. He's clearly a, he's clearly a star in the making and he's, if he's not in his forties, he's pushing it real hard. He's going to, he's another one of those guys who you're going to, if you're going to make a move with him, you got to do it soon. Um, yep. Right. Uh, Damian priest. Then you have the fun dynamic with Finn Balor with the judgment day, how that, how that all levels out. Uh, it's, it's, I like uh, I like Butch. I think Butch yeah. would be fun. But Butch, yeah. Scrappy Do, as they were calling him, you know, back when he was first in Fight Night. Ryan, I'm not reading that comment on the screen. I'm not putting it on the screen. Not that, that, yeah, you're right. Ryan, keep on leaning into the to the rats <laughs> to make angry to make Plugo angry. Just disappointed. Um, but yeah, no, it should be fun. And then, like I said, we still have a few weeks to play with because we're yeah. in the middle of June. So there's still a lot that could happen. Again, selfishly, I hope they keep this six because that's what they do. I don't want them to panic. I want them to go, these are our six. Let's start building cases for these six in our story to get me invested instead of like, oh, shoot, last minute, you know, like Brock Lesnar shows. Like, just give us these six, build because that's how you build stars. You just let, you know, because again, we said any six of these guys could win. And we wouldn't complain at all. Like it would be like, oh, that makes sense. But if you make them feel less important by potentially teasing, like, oh, I want your spot stuff, it's like, eh. yeah, make them feel strong. Well, That's let, all I'm saying. Well, let, let, let's also not make them feel less important by uh, having them just disappear for weeks at a time, like you've done with Money in the Bank winners in the past, too. <laughs> or, yes. or, or cash in on the United States title. Yeah, exactly, or something like yeah, that. And on the cool. women, well, that's what that they screwed up with theory because theory everybody knew he wasn't ready to beat Roman. They screwed up with Otis and the Miz thing, and it's just like they try. You know, the Big E yeah. cash in was awesome. But... It, fe- it feels like this needs to be a year where they really put focus on like the importance of having that briefcase. And I'm not because. It feels like there's been a lot, of, and like especially on the women's side, besides Carmella, who yeah, won it the first time, nobody has held that briefcase for more than 24 hours after they won it, and that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Yeah. I would like to see whoever wins it on the women's side. I'm I'm rooting for EO, but whoever wins it on the women's side, let's can they hold it? Can they hold it for a while? Fun with it. Yeah, like you know, I, I, whoever's I on SmackDown, could you imagine them just like? poking the bear that is Rhea Ripley for a year. Like, yeah. oh my God, this so-and-so is so bold that they're they're just teasing, cashing in on Rhea to the point where Rhea just loses her mind. Like, that would be so much fun. Or you could do it with Asuka too, but I think it would, you know, that'd be fine as well messing around mm-hmm. with Asuka, but I think Asuka's crazy, so I wouldn't want to mess with her. Just saying. Yeah. I, <laughs> or Charlotte I, Flair I, when she yeah, wins I, it, because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. 
that that actually gives me a, that's a, that's actually a fun idea. I kind of dig that. Um, no, no, bear with me on this. I don't usually go into like a lot of fantasy booking, but mm-hmm. uh, somebody wins the title or wins the Money in the Bank briefcase and keeps poking at Rhea Ripley and keeps poking and poking and poking and poking, and eventually uh, they don't they don't cash in on Rhea, but they get Rhea so shook she drops the title to somebody else. Ooh. flips out post-match, beats the hell out of them, easy cash in, and away yeah. we go. Yeah. Yeah, no, that would be fun. That's fun. I think and we I, just booked it. Hey, uh, Vince or Trips yeah, or whoever's writing the show. They, they used that, they've done that. They've done similar things like that before. Like when Daniel Bryan first won with his money in the bank, it was Big Show and Mark Henry that fought in that main title match. Right, I, big show. I just, won, I just and watched then Mark that. Henry yes. beat the crap out of him and snapped and did his whole thing after. And then all of a sudden, you hear Daniel Bryan's music, and it's like, oh shit! It's like, oh shit! And Mark Henry had the face like he was like, like he like just like you got to be kidding me! I just did that. Why you got to be kidding me? You know, like they used to do fun things like that. Same thing like when Dolph Ziggler first cashed in. Del Rio had that match, and he won the match, but he banged up his ankle in the match and he's in the corner and you hear Dolph Ziggler's mu- music going off and you see the facial expression of Del Rio where he's like, Oh, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. You know? And I just feel like these last few cash ins, the last three, four something, it's just been very lackluster. It's just been very lackluster. I I'm, I'm hoping triple H now with this, you know, kind of his regime or whatever. I'm hoping they kind of, have some fun with it and kind of let the people hold the belts for uh, hold the briefcases for a while and kind of do some mind games, do some fun stuff. Like, you know, you know, you hear the music, they think there's a cash in and they don't come out or they come down like they're going to cash in, but then they go, no, I'm good. And they step back even little things like that. Like they, they, they just don't even do that anymore. It's just like, come on, like this stuff, this money in the bank thing used to be something that people were like, we would talk about it all the time. Like, when's it, when are they going to cash in? When's this happen? When do you think they're going to do it? And now I just feel like it's just not the same. It hasn't been the same. So hoping they get back uh, to it. Yeah. I, I, I would, there, there's part of me that would uh, be hesitant to go to, to lean too heavy into the music cues for entrances and things. Yeah. I like the idea of trying to get the champion freaking out, looking over their shoulder. But every time you hit that music and you don't follow through, you risk cheapening that pop in that moment a little yeah. bit more every mm-hmm. time. You know, and you, you don't you don't want to mess with that either. So it's it's a very delicate balance. I agree. I agree. All right. So all right, let's let's slide on over. Before we slide on over, yeah, we're gonna slide over to AEW. AEW, yeah, yeah. I think we should take care of business. We should get it out of the way. Oh, you want to talk about the Shazam? The beef. Are you familiar with what's going on here, Kyle? You're gang warfare now. You're in the mix now. You're in this shit. I'm not. I'm not super. I'm not super plugged in. I've only done. but yeah, I got I got a little bit of idea. Idea what's so up. So let's set the stage here, right? So SRS Sean Ross Sapp has been beefing with Shasta McKenzie on the internet for a yes. while, and oh. in real life they fought. You know they he had. A, they, he's, they've he's, had they, he's attacked her at a. He is at a run in. At a yep. run in at a Black Label Pro. Black show. Label Pro. Well, yeah. our boss Spencer Love, good person. Sometimes when he's not yelling at us on Fridays, was on a fightful show. And with Sean Ross app, and Sean Ross said, "Don't book Shaz McKenzie. Don't do it. Don't do it." 
And Spencer agreed to not book Shaz and McKenzie. And then he turns around and books Shaz and McKenzie. Literally, I must like within 24 hours of telling Sean Ross Sapp in his own home that he would not do that. So we had Sean Ross Sapp on to ask him how he felt about it. He was gracious enough to give us some time. He told us how he felt about it. Spencer tried to come on and you know, say his smooth things over and throw people under the bus and say his piece and yada, yada, yada. Well, my boy over here, JPJ, if you go to our Patreon, it'll be up soon, had a little interview with Shaza McKenzie, and she got wind of what's been going on here at Love Wrestling. Mm -hmm. So she has graciously enough responded to Sean Ross Sapp. Now, again, we're just the messengers here. It's just we're just the people delivering the message. We're not here to take sides. We're not honestly here to- like, yeah, I, I had a Shaz is a wonderful person. Wonderful person. That was my first time chatting with her. She was fantastic. I was looking forward to it. We did a little thing for the LPW show. So on she our said, Patreon, I, like she Flugo said, this said, has to be aired. Yeah. So that'll be out over this weekend. I think maybe as early as tomorrow, but definitely this weekend. So go check that out. But before we were leaving, she was like, hey. SRS was on your show a couple weeks ago, was he not? Angry at Spencer for booking me. And I said, that is a true. I said, I wouldn't even say he was angry. He was like disappointed. Yeah, he was like was the vibe I was getting. And she was like, all right. She goes, do you care if I uh, if I say something to Sean? And I went, well, I'm not going to tell you no. Absolutely yeah, not. Right? The, floor, <laughs> the floor is yours. And she said, all right. And she went in. She went in on Sean Ross app. And we have it. We're going to show it again. Plugo I and now because Kyle's here. We are the mess. We are not. We are just the messengers. Kyle, we are, Kyle, Kyle had nothing to do with this. We are broadcast journalists. That's all we are. That's what I told Rich King earlier. That's all we are. But play here the, is play the we're gonna play we're gonna the clip. Play the and clip. Then when we get back, we're gonna dive into some AE dub. Oh, we are. Gonna, it was yeah. good. But this it is Shaza McKenzie. Okay. Sean Ross Sapp, you little bitch. You thought that you could stop me from getting booked? You want to mess with my money? Oh, no. Oh, no. You better watch your back, SRS, because I know exactly where you're going to be all the time. And I've got a car. I don't know if you know that, but I've got a car. Um, So I can just drive on down to any convention or, or any show or even just like your house, maybe. Um, And when you least expect it, that's when I'm going to attack. And even if there is no crowd, they're going to go way more wild than they did for you. Yeah. All right. Shots have been fired. Yeah, shots have been fired. First of all. She says you go to his house. Yeah. That's... She's gonna go to his house and whole other crowd level. or no crowd, yeah. they're gonna pop. Yeah, whole other yeah. level. Yeah. Uh the fact that she was wearing a census fail shirt, I was like, you rule. Like she, I was like, that census fail shirt. She's like, Yeah, I'm like, hell yeah. She's like, I just she's like, I just saw them live a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, I can't believe they're still together. Uh buddy's well, yeah, buddy's, so buddy's a wild one. We had to show that. I had to get that out of the way because Shaza. Okay. So, but, but for those who don't know, LPW 16, June 30th, Shasta McKenzie makes her Canadian pro wrestling debut against Gigi Ray. So check that out. I know Sean tried to put the kibosh on it. Spencer. It's weird. Spencer gets mad when we don't listen to him. 
and follow guidelines, but like just goes and does whatever he wants. It's crazy. I mean, that's he is hey, the boss. So. Hey, pl plug Pluggo, you're a dad like me. There is something to be said for do as I say, not as I do. That's true. That's fair. That's true. You missed it. Little Owen was on earlier, that's just riling JP up. Yeah. Oh man, his dad was. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. AEW. It's a big Where week. Where to begin? There's so big week for much. AEW. I yes. thought we had one of the better dynamites in a while last night. We have a debut of Collision coming up in a couple days, and we are just over a week away from Forbidden Door, which that picture got a little bit brighter last night on Dynamite. So I figured we would kind of run through Dynamite, talk about what happened last night, talk about the matches that we know are happening on Collision. Um, yeah, and then we'll kind of just... CM Punk. And we're going to be talking about that man as well. Kyle, um, where do you land on the CM Punk line? Are you for this, against it, indifferent? I've been a Punk fan since 2003 in Ring of Honor. Yeah, I, I, know, I know I like Ring you, of Kyle. Honor Into ECW or WWE CW. The WWE, you know, I've, I've been a fan for a long time. I'm always glad to see him. And I, I, th I think he has a lot to add. Yeah, oh, so. big time. Big time. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. So CM Punk's uh, my guy. Yeah. Midwest, mid, Midwest got to stick together. Yeah. That's right. That's right, Look, baby. Like, all three of us. I'm a big punk guy, too. Um, I can't help but think he's going to go heel in this run here because I do think, you know, like there was some video circulating of like the vignette that they did last night on Dynamite. He, the crowd that was there was very mixed. They were given a very mixed reaction. You know, I could see how some people might have turned sour with what happened with Brawl Out and are kind of like, I'm done with this guy kind of thing. Um, sure. So I would not be shocked if this, if we get a heel CM Punk sooner than later. You know, he's going to get his flowers in Chicago on Saturday night. That crowd's going to give him the pop that he deserves. And, you know, that those are, that's his people. Those are his people. But I could see him not getting a completely warm reception everywhere else he goes. So I'm very interested to see how they lean into it. And like, you know, I could, I could, I could see a heel CM Punk. I think the vignette that we saw last night um, was really good. It was very short, very sweet, very uh, to the point. Um, but I liked what he said, you know, like I'm, I'm back for the same reason that I came here in the first place. Uh, I got scores to settle. There's still stuff left to do. And then he said, I don't know what I'm going to say uh, once until I probably get that microphone. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. Uh, but, you know, kind of that thing. But I have a lot of things to get off my chest, you know. So yeah. with CM Punk, you know, that's going to come, you know, promo. That's what he's good at. Pipe bomb stuff. Um, so everybody's going to be living and breathing by every every word that he says. And then we already know he's in the main event. And you being a big Ring of Honor guy, Samoa Joe and CM Punk across from right. each other. Uh, I mean, that's got to tug all the heartstrings of the diehard Ring of Honor. I mean, that's one of the greatest feuds in the history of the company. So Punk and Punk has never, ever pinned Joe. Really? I did not know that. Ever? I'd have to, I'd have to double check it. I don't believe in any promotion Punk has ever pinned Joe. Wow. You think, I, he, pin, you think he pins him at collision? He pins him starts a feud? I don't. No, I don't believe so. I would, 
I would do unspeakable things to to get Punk and Joe in one more one on one. I was going to say, do you think that maybe this will lead to a future one on one match between them two? I, like I coming sincere, up here, I sincerely hope so. Um, I've I've seen some of the rumors that uh, uh, of what we're talking about with Punk for Punk with Collision or with uh, Forbidden Door. Uh, with with Kenta there, I've heard rumors of, of a Jay White feud, which would be fantastic in its own right. Yep. Um, this is just another reason why I'm very excited for Punk to come back. Just the number of fresh matchups of guys that have arrived in the company or have taken on different roles in the company in the last nine months. Yeah. That are now on the table. Yeah. Um, I ha- I, I, wrote- I love it, Kyle. He's looking at that positive side of this, and I love that. That's what you got to do. I- Look at. I woke up this morning after Dynamite last night after seeing that vignette, and I just went, all right, I'm back. I'm all in. Let's do some – the CM Punk is back. I want to see this. I don't care how it goes because he's just that big in my life as a professional wrestling fan. The whole – the whole – I don't know what I'm going to say until I get the microphone was obviously giving me big Roddy Piper vibes, which given what we know of Punk and how he grew up as a fan, obviously that's the case. Yeah. You know – this should be a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, there's the rumor on the streets is that he did an interview that's coming out tomorrow. Coming that- out tomorrow on ESPN that might ruffle some feathers, uh, they're saying, that it might rub some people the wrong way kind of thing. Uh, yeah, there's – there's all, and, the, and everybody's already setting into their camps. Yeah. Um, there's some people that are just – that are convinced that this is going to be another disaster and how could Tony Khan let this happen? And there's other people that are tell that are going to tell you, they're telling you it's, it's a work shoot. Uh, the guys are, the guys are know what's coming. Uh, so who knows? We'll see. I, Just enjoy the ride, right? Sit back and have, sit back and have some fun and watch some great pro wrestling at the sit end. Sit back, it. enjoy yeah. a spin and like, drift and a muffin. I'm, I am super excited for a new, like this is a brand new show. We got CM Punk coming back. We have Miro's going to be fighting. We're getting friggin' Buddy Murphy versus Andrade. Like, come on, guys. Come on. That, that, that match one, is going to rule. That I'm very excited about. I yes. Looked, I looked that up. I don't believe those two have ever met one-on-one in a televised match. Oh. They did work. They did work one-on-one a couple of times in the NXT house show loop in 16 and 17 back, back then. Yeah. But... Like both of them are they were so much hair. better. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You're again, I mean, you're, you're talking six, seven years, you know, and how much better both have gotten in that time. And yeah, like, this like, is going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's a new show. It's more wrestling, more top, you know, AEW is going to try to knock it out of the park with collision. They want it to be on the same level as, as they view dynamite. So like, this is like another prime time, top quality wrestling show that we're having. And, you know, I like you, like we all just sit back and enjoy it as wrestling fans, like just sit back and enjoy it. Like it's going to be a lot of fun, like a lot of fun. Um, and I'm excited for, it. I'm excited to see, like, you know, I'm hoping there's a different commentary team. I'm hoping it's a different ring announcer, a different set. Like I'm excited to see kind of everything that comes with it. You know what I mean? Like how do you differentiate it from dynamite, but keep it on the same level? Of dynamite, you know, you bring um, Marco Stunt back. You could, you could, you never know. You never know. We- weekly that Marco Stunt plug. I was gonna say, Plugo does do the weekly Marco Stunt plug, uh, plug as well. I just saw what I- Rich King did to that Rocket jersey on Twitter, by the way. And I'm not, I'm that actually, um, actually reminds me. I think, uh, uh, Will Washington was on, uh, 
uh, AEW Unscripted. He was, uh, yes, today. And I believe he said something to the effect that this would be the first time Punk has actually wrestled in the United Center. Oh, really? I was believe that. that. I mean, Will Washington I, would know that. His brain is. Was. I can't oh, believe I'm I can't believe I'm saying this because I watched it yesterday. The 2011 CM no, Punk. That was, what, no, that, that was all wasn't State the United Arena. States. No, that, was, that was an all-state arena. Yeah, okay. that was all state okay. arena. Yeah. So wow, yeah. that would be crazy. Wow. And and last and last time for the first for the for the first dance, sorry, he that was he yeah. came out and cut a promo. He yeah, did that was not it. He just did the promo. Video. Yeah. Wow, that's a very yeah. cool stat. That's a very cool stat. So um do we? Well, Washington's uh, a great guy. Knows his stuff. Damn right he does. He's a good. He's a good one. He is a good one. Um, do we think before we move on to Dynamite? Because obviously there's a lot to talk about with Dynamite. But um, do we think that Samoa Joe potentially could maybe line up with uh, Jay White and Juice Robinson and maybe be a member of uh, Bullet Club Gold? Maybe. Do we think that's a possibility? I, I, I don't see it. Joe has always been, uh, with a couple of exceptions, Joe's always been a lone wolf. Mm. Uh, I, I'm just, I don't, I, I don't have a basis for comparison for what that would even look like. Yeah. You know, I, I've, <laughs> I'm not sure I see it. Um, it would definitely be better than the guns. <laughs> but, uh, whoa, whoa! The guns, grow, the guns are growing on me, Kyle. Like I, I keep Listen. every week. I'm like, hey. are these guys cool? Are they cool? <laughs> Am I crazy? <laughs> Am I starting to like them? In the interest of fairness, they're they're kind of growing on me too. But yeah. I, I, but there's there's a different level of you know I can deal with these guys and. I think these guys are bullet club material. I think there's a, yeah, there's a difference true. there. You're right. That's you're that's right. True. But it's that's like, true. We got like, Ryan oh, saying, how dare you, Kyle? <laughs> that's what he's saying, Ryan. But um, here's my thing. I agree with you. I agree with you that the bullet club is kind of at a certain level. And I know it's bullet club gold. It's like, kind of like a new iteration of the bullet club, but like it's still the bullet club. And I don't know if the guns are at the level where they are at bullet club. However, I do think this is a good opportunity for them to kind of prove to people that yeah. they're at that level. Cause I, I have seen them. I do see improvement in them. Sure, I thought do. the promo they cut on Thursday where they were kind of being like obnoxious. Like, what are you talking about? We're not involved with that. You know what? What are you talking about? Like I, I, I see them getting better. And like the two of you, I feel like they're, they're growing on me. And I'm just like, okay. And I saw a couple other people. I saw Sean Ross Sapp. We just mentioned him. I, I saw him retweet somebody that was like, uh, am I slowly starting to really like, I think it might've been Phil Lindsay. Our buddy Phil Lindsay uh, was kind of like, oh boy, I think I'm starting to like the guns. See? And Sean Ross Sapp retweeted it and was like, same. <laughs> and I, I kept on seeing it. And I was like, are we, it, it's not a collective thing, but like, I think they're starting to sway us a little bit. You know what I mean? So yeah. I kind of want to see where it goes. I think them being the up and coming tag team of the Bullet Club Gold with clearly Jay White and like the people above them. And then if you add others and they're kind of like, you know, on the I, lower it, end of Bullet Club Gold. right? I do think that could be somewhere it, they could be good. It, it, it does keep Juice Robinson from eating pinfalls. That is true. That is true. And you could do, but, but you also got to look at like the, like with the guns, right? The reason we're saying this now is because when you when you go as you're if you're a heel tag team against the face acclaimed, 
and they're just over the top with the scissor me daddy ass and the goofy, goofy shtick, you have to kind of look like the moronic heel, like, whoa, you know, slip it on a banana peel type heel. Now that they're kind of away from that, they don't have to do it. And it's like, okay, like they can maybe settle into their own. So I think that that's part of it because they're not doing that hokey, weird, like, oh, you got me pie on the face thing so i'm team guns let's go baby and that's and that's actually a great point i mean there's the 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 feud with the acclaimed and the following up with the feud with ftr they've gotten to show different sides of themselves they've gotten to show good comedic timing they've gotten to show a capacity to generate heat they've they've shown a lot of different aspects of their game and and they're definitely growing like you said jp like it's yeah there's I, they but there be, is, but there is levels to this shit. You're right. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> all but, that yeah. aside, you're right. There are levels of shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to talk about the tippity top level? Uh, MJF and Adam Cole. That that's uh, good lord. Uh, that match that they had last night was, in my opinion, I thought everything about it was perfect. I thought it was. I loved, I loved the finish. I know that was kind of, you know, as wrestling it is, everything's divisive. But that was kind of, you know, people were like, eh, on it. I loved the finish. I loved the ref bump. I loved the originality in the ref bump with MJF trying to pull the Eddie Guerrero, but the ref gets up and falls the wrong way, and Adam Cole's like, all right, and Adam Cole ends up using the belt. Like, I loved it all, the match itself, like before all that happened. They had an all-time, that was an all-time TV, that's an all-time match anyway, but that was a, yeah. such a classic match, easily Adam Cole's best performance in AEW, far oh, yeah. and away, and after everything in the comeback, like, that was, that was what I think we all needed to see to be like, okay, Adam Cole is healthy, he's back, this is Adam Cole, because I do believe, and I've been saying it for a little while on this show, I do believe that down the line, Adam Cole is the guy that's taking that belt off MJF. That's what I believe. Okay. I That's what I believe. And I think last night was a perfect way of how to kind of do that, because it was an eliminator match, which means that Adam had to win the match to get a future title shot. He clearly didn't as he was going to, clearly but he clearly didn't as between the two and the three count, the bell rang for the time limit draw. So now in your brain, everybody is like, well, Adam Cole would have won that match. Adam Cole can beat MJF, but Adam Cole didn't beat MJF. So he doesn't deserve the championship match. And you can just breathe on that. And whether it's Adam Cole winning the chip in the ladder match, if they do it at full gear, whatever, eventually there's going to be a rematch for that title. And it's going to be Adam Cole and MJF. And I think that I I personally look at the AEW roster and I see Adam Cole as like, that's the guy. That's the guy that should beat MJF. Not now, further down the line, but I thought last night cemented that for me. You know what's going to happen. I don't know why. Adam Cole's going to end up in a feud with Dan Housen. Because <laughs> the last time you said that's the guy that should beat the guy, Cody Rhodes is facing Tom. It's true. Here. It's true. It's true. No disrespect hopefully. to Dan Housen. I love Dan Housen, but hopefully, hopefully, I'm right about this one. But I've been saying it for a little. I've been saying it for a little bit. But that ma- man, I'll, I'll Kyle, I'll let you go. That match was M- MJF puts on these performances all the time. When it's a big money match, the dude answers the bell every time. 
He's one of the best wrestlers on the planet, and he had one of the other best wrestlers on the planet in there with them, and that was a magical match last night. That was so, so good. Yeah, just fantastic bell-to-bell. Shout out to Bryce Remsburg, the official who, even dating back to his days in Chikara years ago, uh, just impeccable comedic timing, great official, great personality, uh, even little stuff like uh, uh, MJF with a hair pull on Cole going into the ropes or something like that. And the... uh, you can hear in Remsburg's voice the audacity of "You are doing that right in front of me," yeah. and and the fall, the prep, he added a lot to that match as well. Oh yeah, but obviously the lion's share of the, of the should obviously go to MJF and Cole, who delivered just an absolute all timer. Um, I have seen some complaints about the time limit draw in that you didn't have the countdown, mm. and. To their defense, uh, the, the the company does seem kind of selective about when when they do that. Uh, a, a different ver- you know, so that in that sense, there might be a point. But even that being said, uh, if the, if you if you start counting it down, then people are going to complain that, well, you you telegraphed it by talking about the countdown. Yeah. So yeah. In, in that sense, you're not going to win. Somebody's going to complain either way. Um, you know, I, I loved what we did with uh, Cole countering so many of his big yeah. shenanigans. Uh, the diamond ring Bryce grabbed, uh, his big moves Cole countered, uh, the Eddie Guerrero didn't work, uh, and Cole had no compunctions about using the belt like Jungle Boy did. Mm-hmm. 100%. You know, so uh, what's going to be fun about this when they meet again is how MJF's strategy evolves from Mm -hmm. this, because you're going to see him find new ways to try to integrate these same old tricks. Uh, You're going to see Cole finding new ways. It's it's going to be great to watch how they grow. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I obviously what happened after the match too, where Cole grows and grabs the mic and he says five more minutes and the crowd is losing it. And MJF is just like, no, He's just like, uh, he's like, like I'll, I'll make it look like I'm gonna, but I'm sliding out. And, and, but this is one of those things where, yeah, MJF is the heel, but that's what I, that's what I would have done. Why do you deserve yeah. five more minutes? You just had 30 to try to beat me and you couldn't do it. What is that gain? What do I gain from giving you five more minutes? Yeah. I, again, ROH guy, I go back to Joe and Punk during their feud. Uh, after the second match, after the second hour draw, Punk cut a promo after the match. Uh, you know, uh, I know I can beat you. Give me no time limit. I know I can beat you. Give me one more shot. And Joe's response was basically, the job is to beat me, not survive me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. And I love, I loved, I loved everything about it. I thought it was just, and I, I wasn't expecting them to open the show with that. I had assumed that would main event. And they, once I heard Adam Cole's music to open the show, I was like, okay, here we go. This. <laughs> and it delivered. It delivered big time. And it set the tone for the whole night. And it was a big night. Like that obviously was, in my opinion, the standout part of the night because it was the best part of the night. But it was a big night. We had multiple Forbidden Door. And you just uh, felt bad for everybody else on the card because you're like, how do you follow that? It's like like when Hangman and uh, Danielson did did the 60-minute thing. It's like, yeah. 
good luck following that. Like, I know you guys are going to kill it, but damn, <laughs> that yeah. match ruled. Yeah. I, yeah, it was so good. I want more of this just overall to put a bow on that. I just want more Adam Cole, MJF. I want to, like you said, I want to see this thing grow to like, I just want to see, I want to see like just Adam Cole lose his shit and just be like, give me the match. Like, I don't care, you know, like just, but go completely off the rails with it. Cause like an MJF just stay cool as cucumber the whole time. But like, I gave you 30, man. I gave you 30 and you didn't get it done. Yeah, that, should, that should be his sticking point for the next like month or two. Oh, I loved it. Um, we then had for the first time ever, I mean, it started with the Sammy Guevara promo, um, where, you know, they're clearly trying to make him a, a white, it feels like a white meat baby face here again. Uh, and the crowd's coming along, but it's still kind of, eh. you know, they're still like, yeah, we don't want to fully cheer for you yet, but yeah, you're all right. Congrats. You're <laughs> it's like, we know Great. you're a good cool. wrestler. Yeah. But we know we you're just... good in the ring. You're having a kid. Congrats. But like, you're still a dick. Yeah. <laughs> we know you're still a dick. So they're just kind of like, ah, eh, you know, but it led to Darby coming out, Darby doing the, Hey, you know, me and Sting view each other as equals. Like, you know, you, you proved how good you are in that fatal, in that four way. Like, it seems like these people are starting to like you again. I think he said, or love you again. Like, when are you going to leave Jericho and kind of reach your full potential kind of thing? And then it turns into Jericho coming out. And then we, what it led to, and I'm glad Shivani mentioned it. What it led to was we saw the first ever time that Chris Jericho and Sting with all their history, all their years in professional wrestling, that was the first ever time they were face-to-face with each other in a, in a wrestling ring. And I think we're going to probably crazy. get the first ever time that they wrestle. And yeah. that's crazy when you think about it. Sting's been doing this for, what, 40 years almost? Jericho's in his 30s, in the 30, the third decade of his career. They both were in WCW together. Like... That's yeah, crazy. but Jericho was buried the whole time. Jer- yeah, yeah. Jer- Jericho was a low card comedy. Hero oh yeah, in WC at that point. Yeah, and, and, you know, and he was hilarious. He was fantastic at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, obviously, he was capable of so much more. Sting was too busy taking on thirty eight members of the NWO. Yeah, or true. or 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 putting on red face paint so he looked like I. Uh, I'm not even sure I want to finish that sentence. But, yeah, <laughs> the Wolfpack paint was not a, a good look or choice for Sting. That was yeah. Not, that was a- yeah, uh, had a banger theme. Try to forget the about that. Yeah. Yeah. song, fantastic. It's funny. Um, it's yeah, funny was, if you if you talk about Sting's career just in general, like the Wolfpack stuff, kind of like it. It's like at the back burner of all the things because I think people are just like we just like to forget that <laughs> as much as we can. But oh, you gotta man. mention it, like it gets mentioned after Joker TNA Sting stuff. Is that true? I, I oh, he was in TNA for a long time. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like you know, it, anyway, yeah, the Sting career arc is like, eh, we're just not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. No. Um. So we then get Sonata. So Sonata says that he's doing an open challenge for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Um, and everyone's like, oh, dang, all right, that's pretty cool. And we find out later on in the evening that Jungle Boy uh, accepts the challenge. So we had another match added to Forbidden Door. So it's Sonata defending the IWGP Heavyweight Championship against Jungle Boy, which should be a very, very good match. Um, but I thought what was funny in particular was Jungle Boy 
asked Hook if he could join him at ring. Jungle Boy is going to turn on Hook here. I'm going to be soon. So All right, this is what's so happening. I'm going to be great. And how I, I, you know, Jungle Boy for a little bit now has been saying, this year, I'm winning singles gold. He's been saying it since the beginning of the year. This is the year I'm winning singles gold. He lost the four way at the at the champion uh, to get the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. I would assume he's going to lose this match when he's trying to get the IWGP Championship. I could see him then maybe going to fight for the TNT title or the international title and losing. And the whole time, his boy he called him his best friend last night. You've been my best friend, Hook. Isn't that crazy though? That was such well, a all weird his other line. friends left him. All his other friends left him. But red so, flags, red flags everywhere. Red flags <laughs> everywhere. Correct. Warren 100%. Hayes, what's good, brother? Brother. Yeah. So hey, hey Mr. Warren Hayes popping in the chat, waving. How hello. many Always Peter Parkers were there? Because I yeah, Mr. Was, Warren. Yeah, he went to see the Spider-Man movie last week. Yeah, he? he was busy last week. He went to see Spider-Man. He said, "I said, tell Peter Parker." I said, "Hi," and he said, "Which one?" And I had exactly, no idea. Yeah. That these there was movie, more these than movies one. are out there, man. They're great. I haven't seen the new one yet, but the first one, Spider-Verse, real good. But listen, so I, I mean, will tell you. You think recommend. I was Kyle? You missed it. Peak me being upset at Rich King. You thought that was bad. If Jungle Boy turns on Hook, Jungle Boy is oh he done. is done. Dead. To I'm you. gonna cry. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a. Cause I love me some hook, but when he said you're my best friend, it's like, bro, you literally like two just weeks became ago, friends. Yeah, you just became <laughs> friends. Like, but I get, I get quick connections and all like that happens. Like, yeah, best friends at first sight and all. But that's come on, bro. You were just chumming it up with a dinosaur for like the last six years. I know he turned on you. You, you, you're just, you're just gonna jump right back into a relationship with a new guy that you don't even really know and doesn't really say a lot like i love hook don't get me wrong but you gotta learn to love yourself yeah you gotta take some time <laughs> for you jungle boy you gotta find the inner jack perry oh he's gonna find the inner jack instead, perry instead you're jack looking Perry's for you're looking for the inner jerk. jack perry in all the wrong places well what's gonna happen is he's gonna lose out on winning all this singles goal and he's gonna look at his best friend and go oh he has a belt and he's gonna turn but does he have a belt that I, it's the a FT, championship. I, they, a, they, he defends it. It's not recognized by the company, I, though. I, as an he defends it. They have FTW championship matches. They're, they're sanctioned matches by definition. I think that yeah. means they recognize it. Yeah, but yeah, and they that's should. where, they, that's they where I think this goes. I would not be shocked. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I expect Sonata to win, so I'm not going to be shocked if Sonata wins. But I wouldn't be shocked if Jungle Boy something happens and he blames Hook or starts to get like, you know. You know, maybe he bumps into Hook during the match and he loses, whatever. But something's going to happen during that match that I think will have Jungle Boy being like, ah, if you weren't out there, I might have won that match. You know, just get to get some, you know, animosity. In the, but it's happening. And guess what? That's it's a, happening. That's a like, you problem, Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy. Like the Jungle Boy that we all love and know, the theme song and all of it, that's going away soon. Because once he does turn heel, I'm sorry, that theme song is great. I love that theme song. That needs to go away until he turns babyface down the line again. Wait, new theme song, new look. I don't know, man. Like you said, Kyle, there's just red flag central with Jungle yeah. Boy these yeah. last couple weeks where it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. The, fa the fact that those two don't have a head and shoulders commercial still blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, this, this is going to be like you say. Uh, it's going to be Sonata's to win. Uh, I haven't loved. I haven't loved his title reign so far, but I do, I don't see Jack Perry taking the IWGP Heavyweight Title. The match should. The match should be fantastic, though. You know. So, can I pose this question to you? Too? I know we're we're getting we're getting deep into it here, but like, if they keep doing these Forbidden Door shows every year, so we're at Forbidden Door two. At some point somebody's going to have to win an I, you know, an IWGP world heavyweight championship or an AEW like, an yeah, AEW. like, like it's going to have to be a title. It's going to have to happen. Right. Or we're just all going to default to like, Oh yeah, the match is going to be cool, but we know he ain't winning. Yeah. They're going to have to do that. I, at some I point. Think right? Jack Perry's probably not the guy. No. But, I mean, you've got guys uh, on your roster like John Moxley like Brian Danielson, like uh, even Lance Archer, uh, like uh, Eddie Kingston is going to be participating in the G1. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, like you have guys that you could uh, give like a, a a zero, like a first defense, they lose the title kind of thing, a short reign kind of a deal. You have guys that you can do that with. You're not choosing to do those now, but, Mox is a really obvious one, for instance. Well, he was so when Sonata first made the open challenge. Obviously, we didn't find out on, uh, about Jungle Boy until later in the show. That was the first guy I thought of. I, you know, when you saw the, like the, obviously, who do you think is going to challenge Sonata? I was like, well, Moxley would be right up at the top for me. Top, yeah. And like, if it was Moxley versus Sonata, and Moxley has history, he's gone over to New Japan. He's fought in New Japan. That, like you said, Kyle, like that would be a guy that, like, I would go into that going. If Moxley were to win this, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, I can't believe that. Like, that would make sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and Ophelia I feel he is in the house. Oh, Ophelia is in the house. Good She's to saying, see you, Ophelia. You know, just like Natty, <laughs> new friend every week. Yeah. Maybe, 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 maybe that maybe is the jungle boy. Thing. <laughs> maybe that's his ceiling, Natty. I don't know. That's I don't not know. a bad, that's not a b- bad career to have. It's a longevity play for sure. Oh, thousand percent, thousand percent. Um, we so when we talk about Forbidden Door at, at Greater, and I know, I mean, I think the rest of this show, uh, the thing that, well, first of all, Tony Storm fought Sky Blue, and I thought Sky Blue looked excellent in this match. Uh, a lot of the stuff was on picture in picture, but like, I thought they made. I, I expected this to be a relatively shorter match where Tony Storm just kind of took care of business a little bit. But they definitely made Sky Blue. Again, I feel like we every time you see her, she gets better. I feel like she gets better every time we see her. Uh, and I thought last night was a very good performance where she stood toe to toe with Tony Storm that whole time. And there were a few times in that match where it was like, wow, she almost got her. She almost got her there. Yeah. Uh, I thought they did a really good job at making Sky Blue look like a legitimate person you need to start thinking about for the future of the AEW women's division as they move on here a little bit. Yeah. Um, Definitely wanted to at least touch base with that. Uh, well, you have then, to you have to do that, especially given the collision, the adding the yeah, collision. To now the you mix. have the, yeah, they added it's going to be because I'm assuming yeah. as they should do it that TBS title needs to start being featured a lot more. Mm-hmm. So you need to start getting some of these women in Sky Blue is a great example, and you said it like every time I see her, she gets better and better. She's super young too. So the sky's the limit for her, no pun intended, but you got to do that. You got to start building up some of this younger talent that's under the pillars. You can't just lean on them because if you're going to start adding another two hours of television every week, 
it needs to happen. So that was a great way to showcase one of those talents. Yeah, and if, and if you're on Honor Club, uh, go find her match for the ROH Women's World title with Athena from a couple of weeks ago. Fantastic. That was probably her best performance in any of the ROH AEW Very good. to date. Absolutely awesome. great. Worth worth looking for. Athena's having a run and a half as the Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Right Fantastic. Now, unbelievable. Uh, Ian, Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman are comparing her run to Samoa Joe's title run in that nice. she's just seems like she can just do whatever she wants and it's just mm -hmm. going to work because she's just on that kind of a role. Yeah. Well, she's the one I had pegged to beat Jade. Yeah. Yeah. And they brought her yeah. in. So I'm glad that they at least gave her, you know, the ROH title run because it was like, don't waste, don't waste Athena, please. So that's awesome. it's been fabulous. I love getting to watch her every week on ROH. Yeah, she's really doing some really, really, really good stuff with that. Um, you know, then you had the main event of the evening, and it, this was a doozy as well, as you expected it to be. It was the BCC Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, and Claudio Castagnoli against the Hung Bucks, Hangman Adam Page, <laughs> and the Young Bucks. That's name. Um, this match was insane, basically from the jump, just a brawl. Uh, really, really good stuff. I love this match a lot. And I feel like the match almost got overshadowed because the ending of Dynamite. Yeah, I was yes. just going to tell you, name something that happened in that match. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I, I remember watching the match and being like, man, this is good. This is really good. And then by the 10 minutes later, I was like, holy crap, that was one of the best endings of Dynamite ever. Maybe the best Dynamite yeah. ending ever. And it was like, I wasn't even thinking about the match anymore. Uh, like, like traumatic is the wrong word to use, but you know, when you have like that traumatic moment in life, you pretty much forgot about like what immediately just happened to you because of that moment. That's what this was. It was like, holy shit. It was just like moment after moment after moment. It's like, they just put on a banger match too, but we don't, what? Yeah, overshadowed a great six man tag. Yeah, yeah, truly. Like it was a really good six man tag that the elite won. Uh, they won with uh, Hangman hit a buckshot lariat and got the victory. So the elite did get the victory. But after that, the Blackpool Combat Club gets back in the ring. They start attacking. They're brawling. Then all of a sudden, Eddie Kingston returns, which, thank God, I missed Eddie Kingston. Yes, and I know he's on, what a finish I, to the show. But like yeah, Eddie, Eddie Kingston returns. He's in there. Him and Moxley have the square off where they kind of look at each other. They don't really touch, but they kind of look at each other and they're like, eh, we used to be friends, but you're kind of an asshole now, but I'm still cool. And they're kind of looking at each other, which was awesome. Then, well, well, well uh, Eddie and Mox or Eddie and Claudio have so much history. And I think at one point, Eddie promised Mox he wouldn't go after Claudio in AEW. There you go. And now he's going after Claudio in AEW, even as part of this coming out to, to attack the BCC. So now you've got Mox and, and Eddie who are longtime friends. And now you've got them going at it. And Eddie's going to hate Claudio until they're both in the ground. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, and so if I was sitting oh right across from him at dinner, I'd stab him with a fork. Yeah. And then we got, we yeah. got, uh, we got Warren Hayes coming in all caps. What a finish to the show. Warren Hayes literally AEW. Does an AEW Dynamite recap that he releases on Thursdays, usually just right shortly before we go on live. Go, li I listen to it every week. It's usually my Friday commute. Uh, listen, but I, I I'm I look forward to hearing what he thought about the ending of Dynamite on his yeah. recap because oh it was God. just because then you get Takeshita comes out then. So now it's Takeshita. So Takeshita comes out. He attacks Kingston. Then him and Omega. Stop go at real it. quick though. How? Yeah. How 
I don't want to. What's the word I'm looking for? How far did it did it move when you were like, "Ooh, Takeshita Kingston, give me that." Oh yeah, all day, all day. Uh, and then you, uh, and then they have him and Omega, which I want to see that one on one match equally as my, Omega and Takeshita. <laughs> yes, all day, give it to me. Just give it to me all day. I will not complain ever. So then there they start taking each other out, and then all the, Kenny Omega setting up Takeshita for a V trigger. He hits the V trigger. And then right after, Will Ospreay. Old sweatpants, a t-shirt, Ospreay. Sweat, yeah, that's right. Like, just came from the bruv. gym. <laughs> bruv. <laughs> bruv. What up, bruv? But he super kicks Omega, and he basically just beats the shit out of Omega and that to crowd, end the show. That crowd was it. losing their mind, as they should, because that, that, that whole ending sequence was, it might be, and I know it's recency bias, it might be the best ending to dynamite ever. Like it was just, there was <laughs> no, just stuff was, going on the whole good. time. And it ends with Osprey. And then even, so he does his posing and all stuff like that. And then even as it's still rolling and going off the air, he hits his, his uh, hidden blade, the back elbow across Omega, right as the show's going off the air. Holy moly, man. That he, that he used to concuss uh, Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom a few years ago. You know, so just like, <laughs> My God, just the insanity of the end of that show. Can if that I didn't just hype you up for forbidden? Do- and we still got a whole nother well, dynamite. That- we have a collision, a dynamite, well, that's what and another saying, collision like, before we even get to forbidden door. This forbidden yep. door card, everybody's like, oh, it's- they did the same thing last year. And I can't believe people didn't pick up on it where it was like, they haven't put this card together yet. Shows in like two weeks. Like, what are you going to do? And then Tony's like, boop, watch this. It's nuts. Everything is setting up, falling into place nicely. I was literally still typing, oh, crap, it's Eddie Kingston as I was live tweeting the show. And then, boom, here comes the catch. Boom, here comes Osprey. I couldn't keep up. My Twitter fingers were hurting that day. I had to ice them down. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even get to watch it live. I just had to stay off Twitter. Uh, I was putting my kids to bed at that point. And, mm. you know, so it's summer, so they're, you know, they're going crazy. But Oh, yeah. yeah. But, oh, my gosh. Just un, un, unbelievable. I don't know how you can not be excited about this at this point because, oh, my goodness. Even even MJF and Tanahashi, which we skipped over a little bit, uh, yeah. setting up MJF and Tanahashi. They, they they did it in an odd way, though, with the with the interview, Tanahashi offering the challenge, MJF turning it down. Yeah. And then later on the show, that then later on the show, Excalibur saying, Tony Khan basically says, fuck you. And yeah, literally. Yeah, you're going to defend it anyway. Yeah. And I, I wanted to, should be a to blast. Lean, I know. Yeah. And I wanted to lean in on forbidden door to like, kind of end the show here. Cause we did get, so I think now we have four official matches announced. Cause we knew about yes. Danielson and Okada, which, <laughs> and then we, by getting, the way, we understated that Daniel, Brian, <laughs> Brian Danielson, just <laughs> stupid kids. Keep it. Oh my God. I can tell you what, how it went down at the, at the Plugo household. Oh, little, little Owen decided he wasn't going to bed at his normally oh. scheduled bedtime. And he's sitting there in bed with me. And I was just like, he was just like being like being Owen. He was just, he was up. He was having a good old time. And I just was like, you know what? I got to see this. So I'm going to yeah. watch this ending. You do you buddy. <laughs> like I'm going to be jumping. over here looking at yeah, my phone. You stay jumping. over there. Just he don't hurt yourself. Please don't hurt yourself. Don't injure yourself, please. But I need to focus on this right now. Do your thing. Don't (laughs) get hurt. I'll see it. Give me five. Give me five. (laughs) Let me get this finished. And then we'll turn on 
whatever it is that you want to watch to hopefully get you fall asleep, which turned out to be flubber with flubber with Robin Williams. All right. Right. All after right. Dynamite. And then he went, I think he was literally just trying to goat me into putting on what he wanted to watch so he could fall asleep. And I was like, nah, son, we're watching this. Yeah. So you but had no, Daniel- I was gonna, but I was gonna yeah, say, but Danielson yeah. just sitting there with that smirk on his oh, face, just the commentary, just like the <laughs> yeah. whole time. Didn't I love get involved, it. Just, I loved it. I love it. So you got him and Okada, which we've known about for a little bit. We have the rematch with Omega and Osprey for the IWGP US title. We found out last night, like you said, MJF, I believe, is is defending the AEW World Heavyweight Championship against yep. Tanahashi. Yep. Sonata with the open challenge for the IWGP, which was answered by Jungle Boy. So we have that. They teased, which would might be the match I would be looking forward to the most. They teased Orange Cassidy and Zack Sabre Jr., which I think would be a lot of fun, which I'm hoping they do that. And then obviously Wait, that, you mean I, that wrestler that just keeps his hands in his, his pockets? Hands in his pockets. Yeah. On. Arguably yeah, one of one of, if not come on, man. He needs to Orange Cassidy is in the wrestler comedy act, bro. That's wrestler just, of the year discussion. He's been so good here. Um <laughs> You're going to put him up against a technical wrestler and he can't even get his hands out of his pockets. And you know man. what? He'll have a he'll have another banger because that's what he does. And then those people on the interwebs will still complain and say, he's not uh, disservice to professional wrestling. Yeah, whatever. I'm uh, still hoping this means we get Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. at all in. Oh, that's what, yes. 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 And I would sign up for, like, if they, if they wanted to stretch it out, give me Kingston and Moxley at all in, too. I would be okay with that if you wanted to do something fun. big like that. Um, and so you get that tease. And then and then um, Daniel Garcia also kind of showed up in that segment, which I don't know if they would do triple threat, but he mentioned Shibata, and they're having a tag match next week on Dynamite. That's a whole nother thing. But I could see those two matches being added to Forbidden Door where you have Shibata versus Garcia for the pure championship. Yeah. And then you have... Zack Sabre Jr. and OC. Then you mentioned it earlier when we were talking about CM Punk. We might have CM Punk and Kenta. I would love to see the House of Black defend the trios titles against somebody from New Japan. Maybe like LIJ, maybe Naito or something. Or you could do, I don't know. But I would like to see them involved. This show, because last year Forbidden Door was the pay-per-view of the year. But half their top guys were injured yeah, and not snake, a part of that show. Bitten, yeah. And now everybody, knock on wood, we still got a week and a half. Everyone is healthy. You and gotta Tony, believe Tony Khan is backstage going, like, listen, put on bangers on dynamite, guys, but like let's not hurt each other. Let's make it to this pay-per-view. Yes. Did any yeah. did anybody any of the anybody in the chat or you two figure out what the big no across the Oh yeah, they was? had the no, yeah. I didn't. I don't know what that is. I have, but apparently I it's happened before. Rumor about it. I, apparently I it's seen anything, happened but... before. Okay. I just wonder. But no, what a, what a show. What a lead. It what was a, fantastic. Wrestling's in a great place. It Is really is. It absolutely is. You Except for the LPW be... tag team division. You can find something to get excited about with any company going right now. Uh, Impact just put their world title on Alex Shelley. Yeah, that was so. Oh, I was like, I was like, they're not going to do that that early to Macklin. They were like, no, and they why. did it. And then hopefully, I don't know because that'll be that's airing right now. If their option, I, I would love to see Saban option C his X division title and yes, Kelly. So I wonder what's because that conversation has to probably be going on or just ended on Impact. Well, they they said they said after 
after the after the pay per view that uh, they had they'd confirmed it was going to be Shelley versus Aldis at Slammiversary. Okay. Because Aldis all had right. won that number one contenders match with whoever yeah. always in it. I forget what the, the moose. Format was. It was like moose and rich swan. It was a but. It was like the eight four one thing. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they, but yeah, and uh, Aldis came out of it as the number one contender. So at some point, we're doing Aldis Shelley, and I assume, I thought I saw that they were going to do it for Slammiversary. So I don't know how that would affect Saban in that point. But if they turn into a triple threat, or if that would supersede, I don't think it would. But I. I don't want I I watch Impact. I keep up on it. I watch it weekly. I don't want to pretend like I know the history of the X Division. I I wasn't in the TNA thing early on, but I've been it's been a great product lately, so I've been watching it a lot, but I wonder if he can just defend it and then cash it in whenever he wants or he has to decide cuz I can't imagine they'd be like you keep it or decide right now cuz that would just be silly, right? Like you should be able to cash it in whenever. So maybe you do all this Shelly at Slammiversary, maybe at Slammiversary yeah. Saban makes the decision, you know, cuz that would be, be that. a that would be a fun wrinkle for the machine guns cuz my theory was like let's keep the machine guns out of the tag division for a little bit just so you could build up some of these other teams they have coming. So maybe the whole time Shelly's like looking over his shoulder at Saban like, what are you doing? What's your plan? And they kind of add that wrinkle leading into Slammiversary and yeah. then he decides there. That'd be fun. Yeah, and I, I like I like you. I don't know enough about Impact and how those rules work uh, mm. and how that works. Somebody, somebody who follows it a little bit more than I do uh, would probably be better suited to that. I'm watching Ring of Honor usually on Thursday nights you know, being me. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Love what you love. Watch what you watch. But yeah, so and I, you know, anybody wants to correct me and tell me what the option C rules and all that works are, that's fine. But I know it's a thing because Frankie Kazarian cashed in when he won. That's where we ended up. Where we're well, that's at how, now, isn't that? Isn't that how Saban won his Impact World yes. title years ago? Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's his move. So that's his, that. That would be fun. Like that would be fun. I'd Do like a little. Guy. I'm gonna. I've done, I'm. I'm familiar with this. I've done this before. I have that. And obviously, they're a longtime tag team partner. So that could add a. That could be a fun thing if they decided to do that. Really, you know what I mean? Really cool. I'm interested. Yeah. So, Rus wrestling in general, just wrestling is such a great place. Oh my goodness! It's it is. It you is. Find you something got, great anywhere you look. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And if you can't find something great where you look, look at another place, or just stop watching. <laughs> so all those internet people that hate on everything, just stop watching. You're yeah. ruining it for the rest of us. <laughs> you are uh, why we can't have nice things. That's exactly. right. Exactly. That's why. That's why people look still. That's why people, when you tell them you're a wrestling fan, go, "Oh, you mean that like Hulk Hogan stuff?" You're the reason why, internet haters. It's true. It's true. Kyle, we want to thank you for joining us here for the uh yes for the AEW chatter and the WWE chatter. Uh this was a lot of fun. We were really excited to have you on. We you were someone we like I know you said earlier on your tweet, but you were someone that we wanted to have on this show for a long time now. So since I we, met you at Warrior, I was like, we gotta get Kyle on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a blast. Uh, thank you. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to be here. Absolutely. Uh, you're welcome anytime. It's an open door policy here. So just let us know when you're free. You want to hop back on to talk about just wrestling in general. If you have something you want to talk about directly, like you are always welcome here. So uh, let the people know where they can find you, what you got coming up. Just kind of plug all your stuff and let everyone know uh, where, you, where, you, where they can find you. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Kyle K Sparks. I've got it in there. And uh, 
that's where I'm announcing pretty much everything that I'm doing. I'm usually live tweeting when I can, when I can get the kids in bed at a decent hour. I'm usually <laughs> trying to live tweet whatever wrestling I'm watching at the time, be it AEW, be it Impact, even in some cases be, in, be it uh, WWE, ROH. You know, I've been, been watching wrestling for a long, long time. <laughs> so hit me at Kyle K. Sparks. That's where I'm finding everything. Uh, I am still in talks uh, trying to figure out uh, what the plan is going to be moving forward with uh, with uh, our Ring of Honor coverage and myself and Kylie Fuller. Uh, you know, we're figuring out what that's going to look like moving forward. You know, she's obviously very, very busy with uh, everything she does with Fightful Overbooked and uh, – you know, all her real life, uh, entanglements and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, anything, I've, anything I'm doing is going to be there. Awesome. Love yeah. it. Love it. So go give Kyle a follow, support him. He does good things. He does. And good a- things. After the show, Kyle, I'll teach you, I'll school you up on what to do to how to live tweet with kids. Yeah. Yeah. We can chat. For, we can. <laughs> chat I don't want to put that on the air. Cause yeah. I've already. Yeah. Had we can chat. We can chat for a few minutes uh, after we do our little <laughs> outro here. So teach you the tricks. He can teach you the tricks. Yeah. I'll teach you the tricks. Of the Pluggo trade. clearly a master by just not paying attention to his children so he can watch wrestling. <laughs> oh no. The, no, the mistake, the mistake I made was paying like in, invi- inviting them into the wrestling world. But now he just kicks the crap how, out how of old, me. How old are the kids, Kyle? Uh, 11 and 7. Are they wrestling fans? Uh, not as much. No. Okay. I haven't, did, you try, uh, did you try? Did you try to get them into it? Or is it just I you wanted them to do their natural I, thing? I haven't or? really tried so far. I'm just kind of, gotcha. I kind of want them to do their thing. And if they, yeah. you know, hop in, then great. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a, the way to go. Kyle's a like good dad. I'm, I'm yeah. like, you know what? Like, sit him. down and watch this, man. You're supposed to love this. This guy, you like him. Of we, my we of him. my four kids, of my four kids, <laughs> Owen is the one, the youngest. Yeah, he seems the to be into it. He likes Bobby Lashley. Seems to super yeah. be into it. The other ones, like my oldest, like humors me. He'll sit <laughs> down and he'll watch a big pay per view with me, or he'll go to a local indie show once in a while with me, like because he just likes hanging out with his cool ass dad. But like, I don't think he loves it. Like Owen yeah. loves it. Owen's like. Dad, check out this new move I've been working on. And I'm like, ow, that's my shoulder. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Like, quit it. That's not, you're supposed to protect your partner in the ring, bro. I feel like I'm taking abuse here. But anyway, should I plug our stuff so that we can get out of here? Do, Do the, the thing. thing. Well, you can find me at Pluggo underscore on Twitter at Pluggo Loves Wrestling on all the other social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all that fun stuff. You can find our show page at B2Beards. That's at B2Beards on all social media platforms. You can find all of our up-to-date show announcements. We got a big one next week. You won't want to miss out. I'm super stoked that we got this guy. I can't believe he's available. He's super busy. So stay tuned to our socials. You won't want to miss that. It's ahead of that beautiful Quizplex mm-hmm. with Zach next week. He's, he's still working out all the kinks on that. So stay tuned to that as well. You can find me... Sunday morning. I think we're doing it Sunday morning early, so we'll be out of the way for the firmly AEW chatter after collision. Me and Blair Pacheco of Graymaker Pod doing four exposure where we talk about anything and everything that is independent wrestling. So you'll see me here Sunday morning as well. And who knows where else I'll be, but that's where you need to be. And like and subscribe at Love Wrestling CA. Give us a follow. We're doing big things. we got LPW at the end of the month, and who knows what else is coming up. I know there's some interviews coming up with Spencer. He's got some things working. Zach's got some things working. Stay tuned. It's the place to be, baby. Place to be. Yeah. 
You can find me at JPJ Loves Wrestling on both Twitter and on Twitch. Uh, you can find me here every Thursday, 8 p.m. with my boy Pluggo here for Between Two Beards. This Sunday, 10 a.m., you can catch Drew Nicholas, Big Money Drew, and myself doing Firmly AEW, where we'll be recapping not only Dynamite from last night, but we'll have a brand new show to recap, uh, Collision. We'll be doing that Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But like Pluggo I got to get up early Sunday. Uh, yeah, you do. You do. Sorry, yeah, bud. Sorry, no, bud. Fine. Uh, but yes, but like Pluggo said, give us a subscribe, youtube.com slash ca over on the twitch.tv slash ca. Give a thumbs up on this video. That means a lot to the algorithm. Hit that bell for notifications so you get reminded whenever Love Wrestling's dropping some new fun stuff on the YouTubes. We appreciate everybody in the chat tonight for saying hello, Mr. Warren Hayes, Ophelia, Colpito. You know the crew. Uh, shout out to Shaza your- for her time. Shout out to, I guess, Rich King for his. Yeah, Rich King popped on earlier to torture Pluggo. So we thank him. We thank Shaza for the promo. But more importantly, we thank Kyle for Kyle. joining us. We will have Kyle on again. Absolutely. Absolutely. If he future. doesn't come back on the show, I'm going to consider it a crime. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but you know the drill. I'll make it, I'll make it back. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. But you know the drill. Until next time, Pluggo, Kyle, and myself. Peace out, guys. Rich King sucks. Wow. Hey there, Plugo and JPJ. It's Trent's mom, Sue. And I have a bone to pick with you. So, I understand that you guys are being real idiots and spending your entire monthly budget. You've got to be kidding me. This is not the way to be when you're trying to uh, run a business, your boss Spencer is really pissed off at you. I'm pissed off at you. You have some nerve. Um, you know, get a grip. You, <laughs> you have to control yourself. You can't just go out and spend all the money that you're making, you two beards, guys. Two beards. Oh, no. This is coming out so stupid. Anyway, <laughs> behave yourselves. Or I'm going to cut you off from watching AEW. You're no longer going to get to know, uh, be able to meet my son. What? Oh, or me. I'm sorry. This is like, I don't know. Anyway. Thanks so much for being fans. Watch yourselves. Knock it off.